our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. everybody it is maddie here today with episode 206 of the ham radio podcast and it's me carrick with acg oh carrick we are in we are in for such a special episode do you realize that special oh man well no but you continue to talk about it which makes me think it's going to be quite unique (laughs) so we're doing things a little different this episode for the last two we haven't been live on twitch so for those of you who are familiar with the show recently uh, we have been doing this live, but uh, we had to take a two-week break, you know, technical difficulties. We had a guest on, um, so we did not go live, but this week is our E3 special. And, you know, every podcast is doing their their E3 stuff. <laughs> and and I've seen, you know, because I listen to a decent amount, I've seen so many people doing their predictions, but I've also seen people create their own fun games. I haven't seen anyone create this game, though, Carrick. This is a very special game. This will be your game of the year, I believe. You'll, you'll have this on the list at the end of the year. So, what I have done for this episode is I've created a Carrick quiz. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I have created a quiz of E3-based questions, and I will ask you them, and we will grade you next week. But they're 21 Ooh. questions. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Yeah, it's I'm pretty hyped. Like I spent my whole morning just like thinking these up and trying to like put it all together. Carrick's adjusting his sleeves. Yeah, this is going to be a good episode. Anyway. It's going to be good. Before we get into this quiz, though, I want to start off with just some announcements. Uh, I'm going to be streaming all weekend into E3. Um, It's going to be a really busy week, like with any gaming channel, um, just because there's going to be so much stuff happening. Uh, So I just want to make sure anyone listening, whether you're on Twitch or you're listening to the podcast afterwards, um, that you're aware of that. You also may notice if you're a consistent viewer and you're listening to the I guess, uploaded version, that this episode is going live a day earlier. We're doing this on Saturday to the public. The reason for that is because E3 is on Sunday. We want this show to be something you can listen to, partake in, uh, enjoy the quiz a little bit more, Um, (laughs) although it will still be enjoyable because then you'll know the answers quicker than most uh, if you listen later. But for those of you who are listening on the Saturday and you're noticing it's early, uh, yes, this was a part of the plan. So anyway, those are my plans. Anything with you. Same. Um, we got to figure out which one we're going to try to stream at the same time. Okay. Uh, which I forgot to talk to you about. And then, um, yeah, just the same. Pretty much streaming them. I'm not doing reaction videos, so it's going to be right. more. It's going to be more like just streaming them and sitting down and talking and yakking while we do them. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page there. I actually was doing the same thing because, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna react and obviously if there's something like a Fallout Three remaster, you know, something that like or, or Kotor, something that like yeah, if there's you something know, unique and grabby, then I'm like okay. The, the reaction the reaction can go up but yeah. um anyway let me just get the timestamps ready here that's the one thing i forgot in my uh slew of plans okay so now with all of our feature stuff out of the way let's talk about the carrot quiz carrot did you think you'd be doing this today no were, were you ready for this <laughs> No, like it's just I, like Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk, where he doesn't know the questions before he goes, but it, a much dumber version, where I'll get approximately zero percent of them right. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. Let's do it. Because I sent 
you know, a little backstory. I sent Carrick a message on, <laughs> on, on Twitter, and I was just like, we're doing E3 predictions today. I have a surprise for you. That's all I said. Yeah, I was like, hmm, I've, I'm not quite sure what this means. <laughs> You're probably like, You're all, do you want to do it live? And I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to <laughs> do it live? Is this going to be like a horrendous I, thing? I, I credit no. you, though. Without even knowing, you were just like, yeah. I'm in. Let's do it live. So yeah, let's get it. this started. This is a series of true and false que- or true or false questions, Ooh. multiple choice, fill in the blank. All that you had back in high school, college is coming back. So let's start off with the first one. True or false, Carrick? THQ oh Nordic <laughs> will have generated the most hype once E3 is over. True. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I have a little, uh, on my phone, I have a little drawing thing, and I'm going to circle true. Hold on. Can I ask a question? Go also? for it. Yes. This, how, this... how do you think we should measure hype? Now, I was thinking about uh, that, and I was going yeah. based off retweets twitter feed uh trailer views and we can count the multiple um the multiple uh, like if they do multiple announcements we would add up okay yeah yep yes so okay so let me circle that okay so carrick says thq will generate the most hype once e3 is over next is a multiple choice question (laughs) oh shit during microsoft's e3 presser phil spencer will wear a Dress clothes. B, a blazer with a gaming t-shirt. C, nothing. He hits the stage naked. Or D, an Xbox t-shirt with jeans. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) So, I don't know if he's done the blazer in a while. Um, He always wears the T. He always wears... And it would have to be an Xbox uh, shirt with jeans. An Xbox-related franchise. Okay, that one. Last one. one. You're saying D. Okay. D it is. D it is. All right. Number three is true or false. And by the way, a lot of these will be true or false. Okay. And by the way, I encourage the audience who's watching on Twitch, you guys, uh, like non-accountable, just did. He said D as well. Uh, fire your answers in the chat. That, that's part of the fun here. Um, true or false, though? A new Splinter Cell game will be at E3. True. True. All right. Oof. Oh, man. Just off the cuff. Now, any reasoning as to why you believe so? Michael Ironside leaked it on accident two years ago. And mm. then... Um, and then... Uh... With the weird tweet that we saw, I think you and I might have even talked about this. The weird tweet with the multiple producers were like, "We're working on." Bo- oh no, we're not. Yeah. But I just, I'm just gonna get. I mean, it's probably a weird year to do it. But this is more just me putting multiple things together. It's a weird year to do it when they're also doing the Ghost Recon stuff with uh, Rosenthal or uh, whatever his name is um, from uh, Walking Walking Dead, mm-hmm. that guy, and and from Punisher. But yeah, I just feel like it's time. And there's been a couple rumors about it, so I'll go with yeah. For okay. Sure. Number four, this is a short answer question. Your first of your quiz. Give me the probability of a Fallout 3 remaster and explain how you came to that percentage. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> a Fallout 3 remaster? Yeah. What's the percentage chance and, and why do you At this E3? Why? Yes. Okay, okay. At this E3. Oh, man, dude. Because <laughs> I... Hmm. I had such a blast going up with this shit. Uh, one, one sentence? Yeah, you can go as in, as in as you want. It was kind of just to open up discussions too. So, so I'm trying that. to remove my own desire for a Fallout Three remake. Mm-hmm. No, I don't because they no, I do not. Mm. 
Mm. Something makes me nervous that it's a Bethesda question you ask that, which makes me think you know something I don't. So I'll say, no, <laughs> oh, I man. do not. I, I, do, I do not because we do have the um, enhanced version on the Xbox X. You know, okay. like, like there's sort of a middle ground there for at least some users. I mean, I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I would say no just because there's other things they could be working on. And that just, it would be Fallout New Vegas as well because that's the most liked one. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. So the answer is no. The answer is no, yeah. Because of the Xbox. Uh, yeah. BC. Okay. All right. Carrick, curious to see how you're scoring so far. If only I was, you know, clairvoyant. Number five. How many people will actually do the E3 drinking games that get passed around on Twitter every year for relevancy? Oh. A, five people. B, 5,000 people. C, 15,823 people. Or D, 50,000 people. Did you? Is there a zero? Was A zero? <laughs> we could add E zero. No, we can do the lowest one. All right, that would be A the five people. One. Yeah. Now remember, I I know no one who drinks, nor do I drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's probably one sided. <laughs> okay. Six is fill in the blank. Pretty. It's a pretty much uh, a prediction here. You predict that blank will have the best E three showcase. Microsoft. Microsoft, okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, there's... I, I, I Yeah. <laughs> it just seems likely. There's just too much opportunity for them to not bring everything out. And we just saw a, yeah. a leak this morning of that... Yeah, yeah. That Ninja Theory game, and when they said technical alpha, I was like, fuck, I want to play it now. Looks yeah, great. right. Unbelievable. Okay, staying on track with Microsoft, number seven is a true or false question. Fable 4 will drop in 2019. Oh, 2019? Yeah. Oh, Legends was... <laughs> yeah, false. False, okay. Yeah. I agree, yeah. I agree. My heart, my heart wants it, though. My heart does, too, and I was even looking back to when they canceled Legends, and I was mm-hmm. like, could they have had somebody... Could Playground have been working on something? But I was mm-hmm. like... I, just to make it right, I think Phil's more on the side of letting it work. Right, right on. Right letting on. them have the time. Okay. Short answer for question number eight. Uh, hold on. I think I might have made a typo. Hold on. I'm rereading it. I have to, I have to read this right out loud. I, mu- I must have messed this one up because, I, of course, I did this in the morning, so I was sleepy. <laughs> I wrote, will we see Microsoft's new conference if so how much of it if console not, yes console. had to be console will we see microsoft's new console if so how much of it if not why is that thank you that's i was like why did i write conference i think i was thinking conference okay no 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 now, why we, is they, that? they will for sure talk about it but okay. um because the hardware is quite literally not completely solidified mm. i do i just that it would be crazy to see AMD just announce their stuff and Microsoft uses AMD stuff. Right. So Microsoft has to wait for them and then put everything together. And I have a feeling Microsoft's a little bit more hedgy on that. Okay. So Could I you think do me a, a solid and just like keep an yeah. eye on the chat just because like my I am. internet I am. is fine. And yeah, if there's any answers or things that stick out to you or pop out to you, um, just because my, my shit's being really slow right now. But it says we have 161 viewers, which is great. That's a... That's a record for the Ham Radio podcast. Um, yeah, no shit. Okay, so Carrick says no. No. 
Okay. Question number nine, true or false? Will we see at least five games supporting full-on crossplay across all systems announced at this E3? Yes. All right. Oh, man, he was off the bat. He was like, the question wasn't even done. It's a yes. Yes. True. And that's not including Stadia or Stadia or whatever, Stavia, whatever the fuck you call that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything revolving <laughs> around that fucking hunk of junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's an odd one. That's for yeah. sure. I'm just like completely negative interest. Um, number 10, another fill in the blank. VR will blank after E3 2019. Oh, man, I wish you hadn't asked me that. Um, <laughs> I know dude, you've been having I'm gonna, fun with your, with your new one. So. Reverb, dude, yeah. that thing's amazing. I am going to say, I'm, I'm going to double down. I'm going to say not, a, expo, I, what's, an, what's a lesser term for the term explode? Will. Progress. Yes. Uh, due, due to Microsoft stating when they talk about their new system that WMR is compatible. Okay. Okay, so you think it will it will progress? It will, yeah. It will it will uh, or escalate. You know what I mean? Elevate. Escalate. Like it, w- yeah. It, it will definitely go up. Lines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another fill in the blank. This one's fun because uh, we always have that one ridiculous one. Blank will have the longest conference. Microsoft. No, wait. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, Epic's doing. The game. Oh man, which one? Because there's Devolver still like Digital. the PC gaming show. Yeah, Devolver. Uh huh. And then Devolver loves to just drone, which is the funny part. But right. I, Microsoft added 30 minutes, so they were like, how long last year? About an they hour. were already like, they were like hour 45, two hours. Like it was insane. Wow. So yeah, I thought somebody said something like two hours and 15 minutes for this one, or two hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> um, but Devolver has a tendency. Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I would say micro. Yeah, I'll go with Microsoft. Microsoft yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick uh, with that. Yeah. It's the hot button this this time around. Yeah, it, that feels like a safe answer. Okay, I think that's a good answer too. Holy crap! I actually do have a Google Stadia question. I forgot about this one. <laughs> True or false? The the world is ready for Google Stadia. False. All right, and we'll see about that this E three for sure. Um, I saw Jeff Keeley posted a a poll about like you know your thoughts on google stadia and i think oh give me that data it was 70 percent of people saying like just i don't care not interested yeah yeah that type of stuff so the internet my internet bro is not ready like and i have amazing internet it is amazing a thousand down Mm -hmm. uh 30 40 up and it's still i would never trust uh 100 streaming yeah ever not even close yeah so Still worth putting out there. Um, yep. Number 13. This one's funny. How many times will Microsoft emphasize Xbox is the best place for gamers? A, Ooh. 1 to 3, B, 4 to 7, C, 7 to 10, or D, 11 to 20 times? This is us. Mm, 7 to 10. Seven to ten. Whoa, man! You're <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, seven to ten. Seven that's, to ten. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. It, it's very, it, it's very high. Yeah. I, I'm watching the Twitter. I'm watching your Twitch right now, and I'm doing this in the Twitch. It's because <laughs> I, I was when I was scratching my head trying to figure the answer out for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. C. C is your answer. All right. So we got seven left. Uh, number fourteen. Which major conference will have the most awkward silences? A. Microsoft. B. Bethesda. C, Square Enix, or D, Ubisoft? 
I'm going to go with Square Enix simply because this is going to be their first like major one, and that I have a feeling there might be an announcer kind of thing, and mm. that you know like they and they won't know like how something to something out of touch. Yeah, yeah, something out of touch, or they won't know. Yeah, you know where it's like everybody should be excited, and everybody's not excited. <laughs> so I, I I can see that first first show up where things are just not going well for them. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm excited to see the the compilations afterwards because there's always yeah, so one of those. This is, this is like one of the best parts. Number fifteen is a true or false question. Ubisoft will open their E3 2019 conference with a semi cringe Just Dance announcement. You know where they all hit the stage. You think they open that way? I I do. They've done it <laughs> twice, two times in a year or two, you know, year after year. I absolutely think Just Dance will be will be an opening. <laughs> it's such a flat way to open it. <laughs> it it's fucking weird. It's gnarly, and it's it seems like they are absolutely okay with it. Yeah, like, they like, they embrace this. the shit out of that. Yeah, I know. It's 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 strange, really. Hold on, I'm just bumping down the uh, the, the watch quality because I'm not I'm not getting any chat updates. Which uh, okay stinks. So I can't I can't see what anybody's saying. Um, which we're going e- through fine. Just okay. So you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Or, or maybe the Twitter. Maybe no one's even typing in the chat. Just we have so many viewers. I'd expect mm-hmm. the no people are. It's um. It is quite literally Twitch. I just checked another Twitch page and theirs okay. is down. Okay. Uh, even the browse pages look fucked up on some people's browses. There's okay. no chat, and this guy's got five thousand people. He's got two hundred thousand watching right. right now. So long he's got as one uh, tweet. So long as we're live, right? That's that's yeah. all that matters. Because mm-hmm. because if we're not live, then, then we lose the episode completely. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we would, wouldn't we? No, yeah. I can. I'm watching us. I saw my head. I'll, I'll leave it on. I saw me scratch my head, and now okay. I'm pointing. All right, so perfect, we're good. perfect, perfect. Speaking of technical difficulties, wow, this is just a great segue. Number sixteen is another multiple choice question. Which E3 show will have the most technical difficulties? And this is a, a lengthy one. A EA Play, B YouTube Gaming. C, Microsoft, D, Bethesda, E, Square, Enix, F, Ubisoft. Um, I didn't include, like, every single one just because... Right. Then we'd go down I don't like, think, fucking H. I don't think Microsoft will have any issues. I would say... Did you put the PC gaming one? I did not, but we can add that. Yeah, um, I would G. say... Yeah, I would say PC gaming. Okay. The, P, the, the PC gaming one. PC gaming show. That is your answer. Let me just type that in. Add that to the test. This is this is how Carrot got through school. He just banged in his own answers, even if it was multiple Yeah, choice. no he shit. Right, he I'm like, just be like, this is what it actually is. They're like, what is our moon called? Uranus. They're all, all right, I guess, <laughs> I, 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 I guess I'll answer it. 17. Another multiple choice. Which game journalism site is most likely to post a stupid hot take mid-E3 that's designed oh. to be a fun killer? A, Polygon, B, IGN, C, GameSpot, D, Game Informer, or E, Kotaku? Uh, I uh, polygon. Poly- <laughs> polygon. There's there is quite literally a no shadow of a doubt. <laughs> I, and I'm also in your Discord asking them to discuss in here too. Okay, perfect, perfect. Thank you. I appreciate you handling that side of things. Number eighteen. True or false? Halo Infinite will be open world. Oh man, that's a tough one, right? I, I was it, like, you, oh, dude, because I. I, I seriously do believe there's. I mean, they, I told you this. They don't name it, you know, on accident. Mm-hmm. Um, open world or worlds, right? I would say open true. Space, yeah, yeah. I would say true. Okay. I really fully believe that that's Microsoft's plan. 
Because we've heard Gears of War 3 is open. Or 5, sorry. I don't know why I said 3. I did hear the rumor of that, yeah, and I did not know that. So if, if that turns out to be true, I could see Microsoft trying to nail it, right? With right. two of their biggest titles being like what we a lot of people consider the technical difficulty of doing an open world. Mm -hmm. um, I think it grabs people's attention, and I think that they... It, it reminds me of... Um... It actually reminds me of a period of time of all games. I remember it was 2012 and open world games were starting to climax. And, yep. and then I was watching a review for Lego. Lego, was it DC or Lego Batman 2? Ba Lego Batman 2 is and, the one you're talking about. And I it know was like the say. first open world Lego game. And I remember saying, whoa, that's open world. Yeah. And I bought it because of that. So I feel like yep. the same effect still happens nowadays for a lot of people. Yeah, it, 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 uh, just so you know, people in your chat, because that's where they are right now, okay. um, is... They're saying Halo Infinite will be open world. Okay. okay. Multiple people are thinking that. With a name like Infinite, it will be open for sure, Destroy the Grave says. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. I appreciate characters being the, uh, the in-betweener here. I'm yeah, going to refresh Twitch my page just does again. not yeah. love us. I I'm going to refresh my page. We got 203 viewers, man. Like, this is shit like... I want to I wanna see what people are popping off with in the chat. <laughs> this is the fun part, the quiz. I can't even enjoy it. All right, whatever. Uh, number 19, ladies and gentlemen, along with Carrick, how many games drop, quote, right now, end quote? A, mm. 1 to 3, B, 4 to 7, C, 8 to 10, D, 11 to 15, or E, none of the above. No games drop that immediate moment at E3. And this is, by the way, across all shows. I I knew you were going to say that. And I, was, I was also thinking there's the rumor of the one mobile game going live. Um, what game? And I'll count. I, I, I can't say it on the thing. Fuck! I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. But okay. there, there's a rumor. And it's not a big one, by the way. It, but yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a big enough game that I've if I say about the name, Fallout you're like, Shelter oh. Online. I, feel I heard about that, too. Yeah. And I feel that that could, So I am going to say one to three, even though I have a feeling it's going to be above. But that's... Okay. I, I think they at least one know. or two. Yeah, one or two mobile games alone. Kopi says one to three. Mike or uh, Mick Fury says eight to ten. <laughs> they're all live right now. Gears of War, <laughs> fucking Halo Infinite. They're all they're all live. <laughs> okay, we're nearing the end here. Number twenty. Fill in the uh, wow. I, I I had a typo there. I wrote fill in the black. Fill in the blank. Would you give this quiz? A buy, wait for sale, rent, or never touch. <laughs> buy. <laughs> that's, okay. that's awesome. Buy. Perfect. I like that kind of stuff. That's, that's one that's you fun. already got right. We know that. Number 21, the last question is an actual game-related question. True or false, THQ Nordic will announce a Simpsons hit-and-run remake at E3. I'm, I am going to say true. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I know the creators of... I think it's the creators of Simpsons are going to be there. They are going to be there, and I'm just going to... And everybody here is saying true. Literally everybody's like, true, <laughs> true, completely true. We're all just going on love, right? It has nothing yeah. to do with... No facts, but, no... <laughs> and I don't even know. I don't even know how well they sold. And I don't even know how much they're watched right now versus the old days or how uh, cogent they are in like mm -hmm. the current media. But I would say yes, because I want it. And that's what matters. All right. Yes. I like that. Uh, I like that reason right there. Okay, so Karen, that is your twenty-one question quiz. Excellent. We will be sure to uh, grade what we can next week. I'm sure, most of these I made just kind of for fun, but I'm, I'm, some of them we obviously won't be able to grade. But stuff like obviously the data-filled questions, we'll be able to see how well Carrick scored. But you already know he got one right because he said this quiz was a buy. Yeah, so, exactly. Anyway, that was kind of the little sizzle I wanted to add into our our show to start things off. Uh, put us in a good vibe. 
uh, for our predictions because you know I, what I was saying early on um, was that you know every show has their um, their predictions, but we want to we like to do something special here. You know, we have a pretty consistent show. We take pride in that. We want to give you guys something fresh and new. So I hope you guys enjoyed that quiz. I, I'm looking forward to reading everyone's answers also in the comments if you guys want to go back and listen and and do that. But anyway. Let's get into our predictions, and uh, we still have patron hot takes and questions at the end of this, too. And if you guys like these kind of special-themed episodes, you know, around certain events in the industry, and and you like us getting crafty with the podcast and not just doing kind of talk shows, as per usual, um, be sure to let us know. This is this is a fun way for us to, to improve the show. Um, we got a couple of Twitch subs. Sheffalism, I saw Colby sub. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the, the fun on Twitch as well. Really appreciate that. The chat will put that for some reason. It'll tell me I got a sub, but it's not going to yeah, tell that me too. I'm getting that's a, a message. Well, that's why we got the Discord for. Anyway, let's get started with predictions. Um, these are just going to be within reason, without reason. Maybe evidence is out there. Uh, Carrick, have you got anything you want to start off with, or, or shall I begin the fun? You can begin on this one. Okay. Um, what sucks was one of my big predictions throughout the week. For for so long was I want to do or I wanted to see Batman Court of Owls. The, the I knew I knew you were going to bring yeah, that up. Yeah, that, I was like, that's got to happen because especially when Rock said he's like, we're not going. I'm like, boom, stage is wide open. And then the, I think it was lead producer. It was yeah. Uh, he said he he was on a he was not on a plane. He was yeah. At he said home like or whatever. he was like I'm on a line in a movie theater in Montreal, not near any airports or on a plane. Just thought you'd not want to know. Like I said, like hey, yeah. we're not going to be at E3, um, in a in a facetious way. Um, so that was that's not going to happen. So I was like, man, you know what? We we felt so spoiled with Batman games for so many years, and then <laughs> here we are now. Seems like we were going to at least get one. But they're really taking their time with it, and who knows what Rocksteady's working on. My prediction for Rocksteady has always been they're, they're doing an open-world Ninja Turtles game. That yeah, is I saw you talking about that. Absolutely what I hope to see from them. But anyway, uh, my, my first prediction is we're going to see that Harry Potter game. That's yeah. going to that's gonna get its official reveal. I think it'll happen during Microsoft's conference, um, I, and I think it'll release sometime this year. Because it looked pretty well along in the leaked trailer. And I imagine they delayed it so people would forget, kind of out of the discussion for a while. And I think it was actually a smart choice because, you know, we see major channels sometimes talk about it. But it's not like a super prevalent topic anymore, aside from like day one of the news, from what I've right. seen. But um, do you think that's something that'll happen? Yes. I Yeah, I absolutely think we'll see the Harry Potter game um, it, at, at very minimum shown. There, it, That was far enough along that when we saw it that like you couldn't mistake it for a mod or a leak. Mm-hmm. Like a fake leak. It looked that like was, production. It was legit production, legit showing it to people, maybe internally, right. um, maybe investors, something crazy like that. There was enough going on. Um, I just don't know what company would be working on it. If we know that certain companies aren't going to be at the show, then you can sort of identify them as not being there and not being the ones to show it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I absolutely think we will see uh, Harry. And I think it'll say something like return to the world of magic. You know, it'll be like that because it has been a while. Even though we did have the the other ones, it's it's yeah, you've got the mysterious creatures ones, but that's not really the same to a lot of people. So, yeah, yeah it, it's I, funny. I was actually in GameStop yesterday in my mall, and I was just looking around because my girlfriend girlfriend and I were there, and we saw like a bargain bin rack, and I was like, I haven't looked at one of these in so long. So 
I go up to it, and the first game I actually pulled out was uh, Harry Potter, I think in the Deathly Hollows Part 2 or mm-hmm. something like that. It was an Xbox 360 game, and like there was a sale that said, like, buy four, four 360 or PS3 games, and, you, and it's $10. So if they're $5 and under, uh, you buy four of them, you just get it for $10 flat, which I was like, that's pretty cool. See what's available. Yeah. So I just, like, grabbed that just to see, like, pricing and stuff, and it was $20. Like, there are some 360 games, that, and I started going through the shelf, um, and, and there was, like, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, $18. You know, there were these old 360 games. Call of Duty makes a little more sense because I'm sure people still go back and play it. I'm sure those servers are still semi-active. But um, it was amazing to see some games and how, how high-priced they were. So talking about yeah. Harry Potter reminded me of that. Uh, big thanks to DrumsRock36 for that sub for Twitch Prime. Appreciate you guys, once again, just supporting the show and what we're doing here. Um, anyway, have you come up with any predictions, my friend? No, um, Harry Potter, I think, will be shown, um, I think. I can continue if you want. I have a, I have a couple more. I'll get, I'll yeah, get the, go, steam, the ball rolling here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was thinking we'll see Babylon's Fall this year at Square Enix's conference. We got a reveal last year. It was just in a, a cinematic trailer, and it, it, you couldn't really tell where it was in its development. But I think we'll actually see some gameplay this time around. Um, on top of that, I also I also want to predict that we're going to see Nier Automata two. I think oh, that, I think I think maybe it won't be called Nier Automata. Another Nier game though, um, because I got Nier Automata two. Oof, that reminds me of, like Skyrim too, because it was like Nier Nier Automata, so it'll probably be like Nier. Um, I think we're going to see that though. I think the game did surprisingly well, like shockingly yeah. well, even for Square. It's Enix. a four million. Yeah, like it sold a ton. It's still selling. Uh, reviewed extremely well. Uh, people want more. I think it's been just over two years. I think an announcement with some type of just cinematic trailer. I think it's it's time for that. I think it would, I agree. It, it wouldn't be a force by any means. I, th- I think it would make sense just to let people know more is coming. I wonder what form it'll be in though. What do you because, mean? Because like... I mean, well, near automata is nothing like near, right? Really, I mean, in the in the world and the yeah, you know, one's yeah. fantasy, one's future. It's like what would what would what will we see? You know, what... Because the I, oh, like I, of when all the, it'll take place. Exactly. The world it would take place in, all that. Yeah, because they are very... They don't seem to have any issues with just being like, boom, we're in a totally different... You know, we're doing a totally different thing. I think it would move things along. We don't obviously want to spoil the game, but I, I think it would move well past where the story concludes right. after you complete all the, the routes or the arcs or what... I forgot what they call them. Um... I think that's where it would it would pick up many many years after that, um, just because kind of like what happened was like you had near one, which was sort of the almost like ancient age of that world, and you saw that connect into Automata, which had moved many years ahead, and that conflict was resolved. And then I, I feel it just makes sense to just all right, move everything ahead, leave these characters be. Right. Um, it's just man, that game's biggest strength was was the mystery. Like the the mystery of the moon, the mystery of Yorha, you know, the the mystery of like why Earth is completely desolate. Like, oh god, it was so good. So, I think it's time for more. Yeah, yeah. So do I. Because they said their Square Enix wasn't. Do- I think was it Square? One of them said they weren't doing DLC for the game at all. Like, I think Yokotaro said, "I want to do DLC," and Square was like, "No, you're not." Oh, gotcha. And so I yeah, think, I didn't know that. I think now that it's sold a ton, they're probably like, okay, let's let's do a another game. That was definitely one of my big ones, though. Was expecting that because you know, 
so much stuff leaks ahead of time that sometimes predictions are like our Harry Potter one. You know, they're kind of grouped together with, with some of the surrounding evidence. So it can be tough to make a blind pick, but that's definitely like one of my major blind picks. I, I hope we, uh, this is a hope rather than a prediction. I hope we see uh, a release date for, I always forget the name of it. I think it's called like the Night City or something. It's that indie game when we had DMART on. Uh, yeah, that, we that... talked about it in my podcast yeah, too. It's um, the No Man's Arts, uh... Not... Yeah, the techno Babylon look to it. Um, yeah, Reg brought it up. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the damn name. I but yeah, say I'm... It's Night City. But go on. Um, no, I was just saying. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, for me, I would say I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm. I have nothing to back this up. But I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with it because this E3 is all about hope for me. I'm okay. gonna say that on Microsoft stage. It's going to cut to a black screen. It's going to be it's insanely dark. The last night is what it was called, by the way. The last night. It's going to be insanely dark, and you're going to hear some wind blowing, some lonely wind, and then you're going to hear somebody say, their masterworks all, you can't go wrong, and it'll fade into Dragon's Dogma 2. Oh, really? You think, I, you think Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to get announced this early? I don't. I It has to, or I'll die. <laughs> I'm so oh, yeah. tired Wait, of waiting. Didn't, didn't Capcom say they're making an announcement at Microsoft's? Oh. They did, and, and his original thing was like, I had a choice between Dragon's Dogma 2 and DMC5, mm-hmm. and they chose to do DMC5, which really succeeded. It I, I know the game was pretty good, apparently. And it worked out because the game was pretty good and did well. And I know that this is it's just fans. I, I just... I just, I really want. I'm so done with wanting Dragon's Dogma too. I'm getting actually mad about it. I'm just like, I, I actually hold I, them responsible for not making the sequel. I, I subconsciously resonate with that, and the reason I say that is because I always pick it up, and I'm like, I just want something new. Like I've, I bought it. I get. I bought it once again on my PS3 a while ago. Um, yeah. I, I tried to play. it. I was like, hmm, no. I bought it on my PS4 Dark Arisen because I was like, yeah, I never really played the entirety of Dark Arisen, which kind of plays like a different game. Yeah, and I tried it for about like twenty minutes. No, not twenty minutes. About like an hour and a half, I should say. Rather, <clears throat> I was like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling it." And then I was looking at it on the Switch. I was like, 30 bucks. It's a pretty good deal." I'm like, "What am I doing?" Like, I just know I want another one. The sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just I'm I'm be I'm so beyond ready for a new Dragon's Dogma. Um, so so I'll just go out there. I think one of the big problems is a bunch have been leaked, Maddie. Like, it's really hard to even guess what is mm-hmm. going to be there because. We've got Harry Potter f- was leaked so long ago that um, we we would be talking about Ninja Theory right now because mm-hmm. we were talking about Ninja Theory the last couple podcasts, and now we know what they're showing. Um, so it's hard to know right. what the surprises are. We know what Microsoft, a good number of Microsoft's titles that they're showing. So it's very difficult to sort of do any guesses on new, brand new titles. So I'm, ge- I'm trying to guess outside the box with like so... a Capcom. What we'll do Dragon's is uh, we know Microsoft is all their first party games uh, or the first party studios are going to be showing something off. Yes. So I'm looking for a list right now. Of first party studios? They have. Okay. Undead Labs, Turn 10, uh, Obsidian, In Exile, 343, Rare, Playground, Ninja Theory, which we now know what they're doing, Mojang. Uh, the Coalition, who's obviously doing Gears of War, and Compulsion Games. Compulsion uh, isn't ready to show anything, because they came off of... We Happy Few. We, ha- we Happy Few. Um, that sucks, because they, they seem like they have... They're, they're a studio with good ideas. Like, the two games I yeah. play for them, We Happy Few and... 
the one before them was like that platformer where you like go into the shadows and you it turns into 2D. Limbo? No, 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 that was mm. not Limbo. Um, it, it I don't remember the name. Reminded me of that. Uh, it, it came out way before that though. Was it like an, it was a 2014 game? I want to say. Um, I was, do know really Undead Labs is for sure showing the big expansion for State of Decay too. Oh, there's a big expansion and coming. Big and the rumor I heard, which I do not believe now because the other rumor this person told me turned out to I know is not true. Of course, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean much, but was that it is a Sea of Thieves level upgrade. Hmm. As in, it takes State of Decay 2 to where it should have been. Technically, and... That would be and cool. like, Yeah, and so I don't know if that's true. I do know State of Decay is a fairly big company now for what they're making, which is just State of Decay. And they've been pretty quiet other than the little baby DLCs they've done, which are great. Mm -hmm. But they're, they, you know, they're like a game mode and then like, you know, a couple extra characters. It hasn't been that well, huge yeah. and, thing, and right? I know, like, the player base is pretty substantial, but... The for... player base is... Big. For people like you and I who are like kind of cool in it, maybe not right. playing it a lot, like a big state of state okay, CSE Thieves yeah. update that would be huge to pull yeah. us back. Yeah, um, and then I heard a rumor I know is not true, but I said it in your Discord anyway, which is that <laughs> the rumor was that Microsoft was remaking um, uh, Viva Pinata One and Two, mm. and I'm going to tell you right now if that turned out to be true, I would Kotor, Baldur's Gate, Viva Pinata. Oh, they're really? all you, equal. You, really, dude? I've, I've never played Pinata. I have two thousand hours in Viva Pinata. What? Two what is that game? Thousand hours. What is it? Two thousand. I because I, I remember like in, I think I was in middle school, bro. I was in eighth grade when people were talking about so, that game, and I'm like, it looks like a platformer or something. I thought like I no, looked, no, no, no. I looked it's, at the cover art. I judged it by you, that. I never looked into it's this like game. It's like a, it's like Pokemon because you are breeding these characters. But there's a thousands of secrets. So like you'll get a duck, po uh, a duck um, pinata, okay. and another kind of pinata. But if you grab the duck and you light a torch next to him, and the duck accidentally flies into the torch, he becomes a fire duck, which then can breed what? with another duck. That amazing. Yeah, and the graphics are fucking on the three. Dude, the graphics even on the 360 were in fucking incredible. And there were two of them, and the second one had co-op, and it really? and so you created oh your God. own garden. And you created what? your own garden. You could have fucking, like, all these hundreds of different types of pinatas. Then you could upgrade your garden with all the... And you feed certain pinatas foods, and they transform. Sometimes, if you bred them at different times, they transform. So there are all these hidden... It was one of those games, right? Where, like... And you were making money when you sold them. So they would go to parties. Box mode. <laughs> yeah, they would go to parties. So, like, kids would hire the, uh, your pinatas to go to their par their birthday party. That's, that's how you're making money. Ah! Uh and and it was that's funny do, like and i mean two three my wife girlfriend prior to that and maybe a girlfriend prior to that Play that's all we played. played oh my gosh yeah dude it, it was insane like it was just like hey let me show you this game and people would just be like what the fuck this is amazing <laughs> and just sit down and i that was the rumor i heard which like i said i don't think it is true i would love to see them remaster it though i would love to see new players get uh, get a chance to try out give the pinata hmm you think like Rare could be doing that? I I I do think Rare could do a, a yes. I do personally believe that Rare could be doing a, a remaster. I'm not saying they are. I just yeah. I do feel that that one, and in particular the way Microsoft is, that something like that could absolutely uh, be popular enough for them to hit it. You know, it had a cartoon for five years, so true. 
Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to surmise what Microsoft's doing. You look at Obsidian, okay, the Outer Worlds. You look at, obviously, Undead Labs, we were talking about State of Decay. In Exile, we're going to see more of Wasteland 3. Uh, so Microsoft did get some pretty big, beefy RPG-like studios there. We know that probably, it seems like, based off leaks of videos and uh, details, a lot of that coverage just has popped up on my channel. Fable 4 is coming. So Microsoft's really, like focusing in on rpgs it seems yeah they're addressing a need and um open world is something maybe they lacked and you're seeing them take series that were established like gears and halo and turn those maybe not halo i mean i know the chat and you think so and i could agree with it but we don't know for sure yet uh but we know gears is at least heading in an open world direction um and maybe halo will follow suit where they seem to be evolving their series and uh creating and buying new studios to fit these needs that they have yeah. Um, so it's an exciting future for them, and, and it'll be an interesting conference because uh, I have my eyes mostly on Obsidian and In Exile. Um, I'm really excited to see what they do. Of course, I'll be looking very hard for uh, Fable Four. That's kind of like my my big interest. Do you think? One. Do you think you're going to see Dying Light Two shown for the first time a quest on Microsoft Stage? Because I do. I have a feeling since they're not doing yeah. their own like whatever. It, it just seems to fit that Microsoft would say they've well, never the shown a quest. Let's do it. It's it's really well. They did show. I saw a private like behind the scenes thing, but I if I remember correctly, didn't they? Did they show a trailer and then like choice and consequence at the end? Yeah, but they didn't show a quest. Like they didn't uh... do the thing that you and I sometimes will see where they'll be like. John is level 12, and he's in this area, mm. and these guys are going to, you know, and sort of go through mm-hmm. an, a, a moment in the game. And I would love for them to I do know, that. And I, I don't I, care what stage they're on. I don't remember if it went live or not. I know I saw it. Oh, I didn't. Um, I, maybe it went out. I was I at E3 it. last year. And so, yeah, it was it was really good. It was, it was showing the open world. Um, it, it showed, like, a part where um, you kind of crawl through a, a really dark area where a bunch of... Um, of zombies have gathered up and it shows that like the game kind of changes atmosphere and it's gameplay structure just like that where it went from like free running and, and escaping to just like instant stealth and tension and then once he escaped it turned into you know combat mixing with parkour it was really good and he was like he put like a knife into a flag and like slid down an entire building to like sl- slow his fall um and then at the end they showed the, the choice and consequence on like how the the town and the world changed based off the decisions you made which I thought was was really cool. I did see that. Okay, so I think maybe we saw the same things. Maybe I saw different bits and pieces. On yeah, and what I'm talking about is more along the lines of a game in progress. Oh, I you mean like see... a full, like a 10-minute yeah, stretch? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, where, where they're like, you know, John's been fighting for blah, 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 and he's here, uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to go take out these bad guys. And then he runs, you know, and right, that kind right, of thing. Right, 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 right. How about studio acquisitions? Microsoft's got to have at least one up their sleeve. Yes. They, they have two. Two? They have two, yeah. he says. He puts a number on it. Um, I've heard let one. Me, uh, start with the... Hang on. I, can you look at your Discord? Can you <laughs> yeah, look at yeah, your Discord? Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in, does it start with that letter? No. Because I don't want to say the name. Oh, okay. That's a different one than the one oh, I wow, heard so about. We, we have like different information. Here's what mine so, starts with. I... Okay. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Is it who? Are... All right, all right, all right. This is this is like gossip. Sorry, guys. 
Oh, dude, that's the other one. That's the second okay, one. Okay, that's, okay. Okay, so we're overlapping on one, and I was going to tell you mine. Sorry, guys, for the secret yeah. code, but yeah. there's some things you just you don't want to put out there and be a dumbass. Well, it's more uh, so you don't want to put it out there because then we just lose our source. True that. Um, the one I, I said it has about a 50% chance of being mm. right, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I def that one definitely is the second one I said uh, when I was saying there was two. That is absolutely the second one. So that's interesting. We both heard it. Mm. Um, that'd be cool. The, See, that's the what problem sucks, with leakers... we both knew something, so I was like, I want to hear your guesses, and you're like, I yeah. also know. It's like, oh well, fuck. It, it, <laughs> and if I wasn't in, if I wasn't in Discord, I would have just said the name out loud, mm -hmm. um, or, or in Twitch. No, the pro so people understand the problem with le with these kind of things is, number one, you don't want to say it if you don't know you're right, like that is shit. Number two, you don't want to say it if, like, the person telling you is like, hey, don't, don't say, say anything. Yeah. That's um, and, yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. And uh, so there's like there's some difficulties there with like how how much you can leak and being in the know sounds cool, but it really is not. It, it's sort of cool, but at the same time, I've been in the know multiple times for things that don't pan out too. So if you speak yeah, up like, and something you just, doesn't you just pan look out, like an ass. Yeah, you just look like, <laughs> you a, look like a jackass. You're like, well, you're like this is for sure happening. That'll be that'll be me at the end of the quiz when we get done with E3. <laughs> we'll look back and be like, he's a jackass, man. He got none of these right. I should I should have told you just so you could make a quiz in, in response, and then I could I could. Oh also no, I will. Equally as stupid. Oh, oh you bro, will. I I unfortunately won't have an E3 one, but I'll come up with one. Okay. Oh yeah, you'll be okay. challenged. You'll be I, challenged. Am, I am totally fine with that. It's game on, bro. Game on. Oh, okay, I like it. I love surprises, man. <laughs> so, all right. How about we we look at Ubisoft's? We know oh, we got yeah. Watch Dogs Legion. Um, yep. I read this on a Kotaku article, but there's a game called Roller Champions. I've never. I didn't hear about this leak, but apparently, me neither. That's a thing. Um, we'll start off with I guess Assassin's Creed. I think we're gonna see a trailer at the very minimum for Vikings, and they're gonna announce like it's a next gen thing. Mm -hmm. Or just say like coming fall twenty twenty or just coming twenty twenty probably. Um, where do you stand on that? Do you think we see more Assassin's Creed? So, I'll, I'll stick with my answer I gave this morning. On like I, I do not. I feel that Watch Dogs will be sh something about Watch Dogs will be talked about or discussed. I feel that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is truly its name. It's an Odyssey. It just got new DLC and it's getting a quest uh maker for players to be able to make their own quests in that game the hmm. game is like 280 hours long maddie there's few games in the world that have it's delivered that game. much of dlc it's, it's a great game. game and people i know are at 200 hours aren't 100 percent, and the word they consistently say is fun like that's mm -hmm. ridiculous um i feel that as assassin's creed's far enough out that they could just let it percolate and just be like dude odyssey is doing well people are enjoying it we got dlc let's let that sit watchdogs on the other hand the rumors about the NPC thing uh, have turned out to be true. There's, you yeah, know, they confirmed the, the, it on their own Twitter. The, yeah, and uh, there's already some hints of how that works with your ability to scan in the prior two games, and you can see somebody's life, like mm -hmm. pedophile, but lives near a school or whatever, and you'll be like, "Whoa, that's weird," you know? Because yeah. remember, you can, you scan can take people. control of them and just change that. And, well, that's what I believe is that you're you're trying you're like anonymous, the hacker group, and mm -hmm. so but you'll be called Legion. You'll be able to like get them to come to your base or something to that effect. I think this would be a great year to show Legion to just be like, that's their big game. Here's this is the big game. Um, I I think that uh, Assassin's Creed could be shown because it's a different. Uh, it's not Odyssey's developer, mm -hmm. so it's possible. But I would rather see Watch Dogs. I'd I'd like my I'd like they have a lot of games actually. 
Maddie, if you think about it, if they do a Splinter Cell and they do a Ghost Recon showing, maybe they show some stuff for For Honor some more. Uh, they've still got the crew, and I don't know what their plans are for continuing that. Like, they've got a lot of games. It, it, this could be yeah, a year true. where they let, let Assassin's Creed percolate for a year. It's not you a bad know? idea. They certainly have enough to, to make up the difference for it. And, you know, I was reading <clears throat> just now about Roller Champions because we were talking about it. It says Roller Champions looks to be a Rocket League type multiplayer experience with character visuals in the cartoon like art style of Fortnite. Ooh. Art shows Ooh, players skating around in an inclined track. Each avatar is highly customized with mismatched protective gear and an assortment of different kinds of skates. The lead player is holding a ball while another is shown flying into frame from the rear. The video shows multiple tracks, including brightly colored beach scenes and moody indoor arenas at venues all around the world. Um, unconfirmed reports say Roller Champions will be available on Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Menus show both ranked and custom matches. It's unclear if the game offers a local multiplayer option. Uh, Ubisoft responded said they don't comment on rumors and speculation, even though there's actual footage out on the game. I fucking <laughs> yeah, right. I get a kick out of that, man. Just like that, that that copy and paste PR response. It's too funny. Holy crap, the chat's working. Holy crap, it's oh, working. is it? Yes, yes. Oh, well, it is. Hello, it is. chat. Hi. How is everybody doing? Once more. We have 200 people still watching live. Okay. Uh, oh, someone said Rainbow. See, this is why we needed the chat, because then I don't see this type of stuff. Uh, someone said Rainbow PVE game is expected. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about the that. Occupa- so that one is, they originally reported it as possibly based on the sci-fi game that Watch Dogs 2 hinted at in their posters and, st- and on TV channels. Mm-hmm. That's been kiboshed, but it's PVE yeah. 1 to 4 against the world with Rainbow Six Siege style gameplay. Okay, and so that, it's not that an will for sure be shown. Of... It is not. So here's the thing they said with Rainbow Six Siege, and it fits with what we know about Microsoft and Sony in particular. Microsoft and Sony now consider all their consoles one gen. Like PS4 will be low, the next one, and the next one. So uh, Ubisoft has made it clear they don't want a sequel to Rainbow Six Siege. It's doing what it's doing. They like it. They don't want to split the, uh, the player base. Smart. So what they're doing is. They're taking their event game, which was the zombies PVE game that was in there, and and they're basically taking, and it's not zombies, by the way, but they're taking the ideas from that, taking the shooting from Siege, and making it a PVE game, which I think is the most intelligent way to split that off possible. Is that the small RPG thing that Jason Schreier was talking about recently? uh, I don't know. He said, like, there was, because he originally made, like, a comparison to, um, what was it? He made a comparison to, I think it was Breath of the Wild, calling it action-adventure, and then he was like, no, oh, it's smaller RPG. Yeah, he, he got confused and said it had to do with the graphic style. That he yeah. Saw, that's or he was. thought he saw, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't seen the graphics, I've just heard them. But it was in reference to, to that game? People. It was in reference to that game's graphical style, yeah, in okay. some way. In some way. Okay. Wow, Blade98 yeah, said he spent money on the Patreon because the chat wasn't working. He did. Yeah, I saw that. He was he was in your he was in your hey, what's going on, Muzzy? He was in your uh he was in your Discord like I, I just spent money just so I could talk. Um <laughs> That's an MVP yeah, right there. Thank you. Here's the thing people need to remember. Ubisoft is not only now fairly prolific, but has only a few missteps. Not a ton. Mm-hmm. Not not a small amount. Uh, crew two is a misstep. I think we both agree. A um, couple others that are missteps, but they have enough talent now that I think they can do what we're seeing now, which is grab a title, split it off, and say, let's keep the thing working, working. Mm-hmm. And 
what points to their strength, they delayed their uh, skull and crossbones. To me, that indicates a position of strength because they are like, we don't need to release it. We don't need to get it out there. We're doing fine. Let that game percolate and get fixed and do this side stuff. So I love the idea of it. I'm, I, I want to play a PvE game anyway, <laughs> dude, because yeah. I... I, I, I thought Tropic Thunder, not Tropic Thunder, what the fuck? Uh, wild, wild, boring, boring Lands, whatever yeah. that was. Oh my god, yeah. Fucking I, I thought boring. That, I thought that was going to be the PvE game of all games, right? Like, I, uh, Ubisoft oh, dude, World like the, PvE. it was like the SOCOM oh. replacement that we've all been looking for. Like, it just had all the chops, and you're just like, I was explaining to you in the demo, I'm like, dude, we were in a Suburban, and there were like four of us going down this road, and we were going to an event, and then like, after just a couple hours, I was like, Dude, it's all the same. Yeah. It's just like I it's did not the same working. Thing so three times over. <laughs> yeah, so Fucking so unreal. I'm really really stoked for this PVE game. I'm glad you I'm glad you reminded us cuz that mm-hmm. it does it it does sound like it could be something very special if they if they do it right. Yeah, I I hope we see the fun Ubisoft announcement that we usually see every year. Yep. It, it always feels like they have this one like big surprise that, you know, is like a heartfelt game. Um and we saw, I'd say most recently, was Mario and Rabbits. Now, I think mm-hmm. it's a bit of a cop-out just go, a sequel. But I think that's one that they should do a sequel for. It yep. was highly celebrated. People were, were, you know, I know Twitter's not the end-all, be-all. But I remember seeing people just raving about it. And yep. I, I just, oh, man, I want to see. Raving. Good pun. Yeah, right? I was just like, I, I want another one of those. I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I think that might be my favorite game on Switch. Like, Smash Ultimate probably realistically is, but, like, when we go to single-player games... You mean Rabbids? Yeah. Oh, it's mine. Yeah, I'd really say that that is, for sure, my favorite game on the Switch. It's just something really fun and special. That game took movement and made it the main thing in a a series of games that have never done that. Mm. Like, ever. Every every other game was a defensive tank like type. It's like I know that if I guard yeah. and Overwatch, and they're like, no, you need to move, and so you're constantly going through pipes and leaping off things. So yeah, I I I would love to see a sequel to that. Oh, Blade mentioned uh, simulated gamer banter, like what was in the Division trailers, but that reminds me of the Division. Do you think we see more of the Division too? I'd say so. Early, yeah, early enough in the year. I'd yeah, say so. and it's doing well. Um, and I think Zelda Breath of the Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> do it i i think we're also looking at a time frame where it makes sense to just say let's um let's extend divisions life you know or get people more excited about returning to the division by showing a, a pretty sizable dlc or something very interesting in dlc mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah oh someone said there's a potential xcom 3 leak that would be awesome xcom 2 was in my like top 10 uh games of the year when it dropped War of the War of the Chosen is probably in my top five DLCs of all time. Oh, really? Or expansions, I guess is what. You, yeah, Shivering Isles. I would put War of the Chosen close to Shivering Isles for me. It was that good. Wow. Are you looking right now for the? Yeah, week? yeah. I'm just curious, if it's <laughs> like, if anyone saw. Yeah, people kept playing Division Two. Fuck yeah, man! Like my entire <laughs> my entire Discord is still playing the damn thing. It's I, uh... crazy. I, I, once I finished the Division 2, the when I saw, I told you this, and I've said this story before, but just like once I saw the map repopulate, I was like, yeah, just, I just moved on. I was like, well, yeah. see, I'm with that with every game though. So like, what your reaction maybe just is just this one is my same reaction to all of them. Mm. Oh, someone's talking about Frozen Wilds, Drudwin. Are you either. talking about Horizon Zero Dawn? 
Yeah, it's got to be Frozen Wilds. Oh, dude, yeah. Frozen Wilds is one of the best DLCs ever. Yeah, mm. it's within the top five. I would say, like, Jack the Ripper for Syndicate, um, War of the Chosen, even though that's not DLC, it's an expansion. So I think it's even a standalone now. So maybe that's not even fair to bring that up. That's why I Shivering was like, oh, really? I was confused. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just my... It's Because now it's also confusing, right? It's like summer DLC, summer expansion, summer microtransactions. It's so confusing. Burial at Sea Part 2 is my favorite DLC of all time now. What is? Burial at Sea Part 2 for Bioshock Infinite. Oh, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, you can post the uh, XCOM link. You're fine with that, man. Thank you for asking first. We appreciate that. Yeah, thanks that. for asking. Yeah, we, we don't want to spoil anything, but that's not a spoil. Yeah. Agent Hydra says ACG sin, or AC Syndicate is underrated. You are correct, unless you you're talking wrong. to me. <laughs> but you can die in a fire. <laughs> Fucking... I'm going to push you into something. I'm going to build something so I can push you into it. <laughs> okay, so Ubisoft's conference, we, we really know most of what's coming. However, there is one that surprisingly has been compared to last year, has been like locked down tight, and that's Bethesda. Let's get some predictions rolling for Bethesda. Carrick, I'll, I'll start us. Fallout 3 Remaster happens. It's coming this year to the PS4. Xbox One and PC. No, I don't say this, ladies and gentlemen who are listening live or pre or the the uploaded version. I do not say this because I know something. I have heard things, but I cannot confirm them. <laughs> Once again, I've just heard, but I I just feel like they've got to do it. They've got to do it. I have a question. Um, I have an answer because I want it. But w- would they do that without? doing the one that most people, not me, by the way, consider the better one. New Vegas? Yeah. That's I feel why... like... I feel... The... I want to say the smart thing, because I think it's just smart to do Fallout 3. Not because it's my favorite, but because Fallout 3 would would just fly off the shelves. New Vegas would also fly off the shelves. Fallout 3 and New Vegas together would also fly off the shelves. Like, all these options to me fly off the shelves... So probably the easiest option for them without involving another company, more yeah, splits, Fallout 3. more rights, Fallout 3. But I think it happens because it, it literally is printing money. Like, that's how I view it. Like, obviously, there's work to be done. Obviously, there's shit that they have to change, update, whatnot. And I don't know how deep they go into it and when they go, ah, eh, let's just make a whole new game at this point. But when right. you have four studios now, one of them being more of a support studio, so really three Bethesda game studios. And and you're trying to tell me like one of them like Montreal who who did Skyrim Special Edition, who did El- I think they did Elder Scrolls Blades mostly who did Fallout Shelter you know they've handled these side projects that they couldn't do like Fallout Three Remaster something that like has really been clamored for for easily three four years at this point um, I'd say more like three um, mm. I just find it really hard to believe that they haven't like looked at it and gone okay let's finally do this. I would, I would like it. I would, I, I, I would like it if it was a good remaster and not like the collector's edition. Because hmm. I thought the collector's edition had all kinds of issues, especially with mods. They're gonna have to make it work with the mods. There's, I, they, yeah, I don't know. I, I want, I, I would love for it to be true as long as it looked like a good current game, or very close. I think that's the big problem. Is Fallout seventy six didn't even look close to a current game. So, you know, what's Fallout? what's fallout 3 remastered gonna look like um because graphically it's gonna have to sort of step it up but i'd be very happy yeah to see it. yeah as i'm saying it would be it would be fallout 3 and fallout 4's engine for sure 
And at that point, you know, what what sacrifices have to come, what upgrades come alongside yeah. that, uh, we don't know. Do they have to re-record lines? You know, I, I know... I, the reason I don't say it should be a ground-up remake is because it's a huge open-world game with, like, a lot of density and a lot of voice and a lot of characters and a lot of, like, set paths and daily schedules that that go under the radar when, when making a full-on game. And so I just look at it and wonder, you know why not just kind of port it? And if they're yeah. just going to port it, then maybe a Switch version just makes the most sense when it comes to that. But I, I just, part of it is my want for it. I, I fully admit it. I haven't made it a secret. But when yep, you hear mine, a mixture of things and it seems like everything's going right and, and you feel like, okay, this seems like a good decision now, um, I, I feel like Fallout 3 could be something that happens. I, I, yeah, it would be weird because I think a lot of people would see Fallout 3 getting remastered and people would say the one thing you and I know doesn't really work in the industry, but it's like, why aren't you spending all those resources on fixing Fallout 70? You know what I mean? Like, you know that would be the first mm. thing brought up. Is mm. and But at the same time, it could be a PR stunt. Or not a stunt, I don't want to use it that way, but a PR plus if they do do a good job on a remaster too. Right, right. Restore some confidence. Um, Cam had actually mentioned just fix a PC version. That's my only request. And, and that could be another way. Because it's the thing is, like, all versions of this game are just, like, hardly functionable. So that is true. It's kind of annoying. Um, someone also asked, could you see them bringing Fallout 4 to the Switch instead? Um, the reason I don't think this is possible is because that game, as much as I've enjoyed it, and I've, I've played it very recently. I'm doing the Road to Platinum, as most of you Twitch listeners and viewers know. Um, and, and it's been a, a blast going back to this game. I mean, it's, it's, some of its flaws still shine pretty bright, you know, like when you go yeah. to certain locations and you're like, why isn't there a fucking quest here, even though it's clear, like it got caught, like they didn't hide that type of shit. Um, you <laughs> yeah, could, right. You could tell there were some messes here and there. Um, but there's still something really strong about the game. And I, I just, I have to say, despite all that praise I have for it, it's not optimized well. It, it still doesn't run the best. And I, I just can't see the Switch doing it. Um, unless they, they change the art style, they do something to fully optimize this game and, and make it run better on what is considered, while I love my Switch, inferior hardware. Um, I just don't think yeah. it could run Fallout 4. Um, and part of it's because of Bethesda's optimization, because we've seen games as big as Breath of the Wild, but I don't think Breath of the Wild has as consistently active, or I should say as consistently busy, because it is a very active open world, but it's not as busy where uh, when you go into Fallout 4 and you go into the, the heart of the Commonwealth where there's literally, like, locations dotted everywhere and there's always, like, super mutants you're turning into. Um, right. Um, the Diamond City security guards, conversations to be had, like, a lot of data streaming, and I just don't think the Switch can handle, like, that level. I think it can handle the outside, the exterior, but even, if even my PS4, my base PS4 chugs when I get into that area, I think, you know, it, it it's not pushing the boundaries of, t- of technicality, but... Um, I just think it's it's not something the Switch could run. Long story yeah. short, The Witcher Three though, yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen people I've seen leaks surrounding The Witcher Three come to the Switch slick robbery, and I I just think that only happens if they they legitimately have to change the art style. If they go to like a Thronebreaker art style, that'd be cool. I'd I, I'd like that because that would look good and that would make it possible. I think, but um, The Witcher Three is is arguably more dense than Fallout Four in, in its questing and dialogue so uh, i don't know i don't know if it sticks or not um it, it's one of those situations where it, it probably runs better on the handheld versus the docked doesn't breath of the wild run bad on docked mode well i know when it first launched it did i don't think it does anymore i'm pretty sure patches came out to fix that 
Um, but anyway, we know when it comes to Bethesda Conference, we're getting Wolfenstein. Doom is most definitely an October game. That That's like a sure <laughs> shot. That's definitely their big fall title. Yeah. Um, Do you think that'll be the major uh, show or major game of the show? Yeah. For, him, be, for them? Yeah, because last year they had that building rented. I, I took a picture in front of it for those who follow me on social media. And Carrick, you might remember it, but they had like the three buildings yeah. with with uh, Fallout 76 on it. And that was their big event uh, or their big thing for the show. And then they did the same thing for Doom Eternal um, okay. this year. They put Doom Eternal on that same building. So... I'd imagine, yeah, Doom, Doom's their big game at the end of it all. But I don't think that stops them from making some announcements. I, I predicted oh, that no. alongside all of these companies doing shows because there's a little more space. This E3 is a little different. It's kind of in that in-betweener stage of console gens. We're going to see some reaches for announcements for sure. We're going to see 2020 games that may not be fully ready just get announced, like with a name and a, a, a cinematic trailer. Um, Bethesda last year certainly showed they're not afraid to announce games in advance. Um, but my, my, one of my major, more realistic predictions is a Prey sequel. I think that happens, despite how Prey 1 didn't perform that well. I think um, I think they, they were happy enough with how the, the support for the game lived on. And um, what was the name of it? The DLC that I also really, really liked. Um, the Moon? Moon Crashers, yes. Moon Crashers. It's either Moon Crash or Moon Crash. Moon Crash. Moon Crash. Yeah. The uh, VR was terrible, by the way. Really? I saw someone yeah. mention that in the chat. Legit. Her, Moon Crash. Yeah, it was legit. It was legit bad. So I think I think we could definitely see Prey, but I, I think Wolfenstein's also one that they it's time. They need to start showing more of that. It comes out in July. <laughs> it comes out in July. Yeah, yeah, it's time for them to blow the, you know. So, And this is something that happened prior was Rage 2. A lot of people complained about Rage 2's ad. You know, ad volume, there wasn't a lot. People were bitching about not seeing a lot of, like, advertising for it. And we haven't for Wolfenstein. And I think now is the time, right? Like, get get people talking about it when you're only one month away from the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Someone actually had mentioned Arcane Studios might be working on a multiplayer game. And I read that somewhere as I well. I read that somewhere as well. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Here we are. Uh, this comes from October... 2018 um earlier this year arcane studios and bethesda revealed that dishonored series was going to be taking a break which makes sense i think it's smart because they completed the story i think they they got the job done Uh, according to a new job listing it looks like arcane studios is gearing up to release a multiplayer game and possibly a vr project as you may know arcane studios is split across two different teams in austin and lion um we already knew that the former team was hiring explicitly for online um, and now the aforementioned listing reveals Lion is doing the exact same. Um, experience in AAA titles, multiplayer, VR, and games as a service is a plus, is the snippet from a new job listing for a dev tester. Um, none of this should be taken as a guarantee that Arcane Studios' next project will be a multiplayer or VR game, but uh, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that Bethesda Game Studios, before making... Um, what was it? Fallout 76. They they had hirings. And by the way, while it wasn't a free game, they said they were hiring for a AAA freemium game. And uh, knowledge and monetization was a must. And, and then you saw 76 come out with its free constant DLC and its uh, atomic shop. So I think hirings are usually pretty telling. You know, the, the way I look at it is the process. You know, you see the dev team and they go, okay, we need to address a need and therefore we need to hire this person with this skill set. And they put that out there because they need to find that person. It's like they're not going to coax it or 
hide anything. They, they are directly looking for someone with a skill set to accomplish a task. So in my honest opinion, uh, if you see multiplayer in a job listing for Arcane, they are probably making a multiplayer game. They're not like, dude, hey, I have multiplayer Dragons. experience just because fuck it. Dragon's Age Inquisition is a perfect example. I told you about that. It's like mm. I was bitching about that prior to it coming out because they hired a bunch of MMO level designers. And what did we get with Dragon Age Inquisition? But a bunch of hinterlands. Yeah. It was quite literally MMO. And you could tell the moment they got hired, you're like, okay, I know I know where they're planning mm. you know, to go mm. with this. Yeah, most of, you don't just hire somebody magically to throw off the world. We'll hire a monetization expert, and we won't have them work just because we want the internet to yeah, not know. It's, it's, it's you know. people trying to deny reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. it is. They're they're making a multiplayer game. Since thank you for uh, letting us know that information because that's important to the discussion and why why we have this live on Twitch as often as possible. Um, oh, it's pronounced Leon. Thank you, thank you. My uh, my globalization is is quite rusty. If you guys can't tell when I try to pronounce some stuff. Um, we saw multiplayer in an arcane game previously, and that was uh, in the DLC for Prey, and it was a good idea on paper. Yeah, but it didn't pan out as well. People were really displeased with it. I played it for a couple hours for a video, and I was like, "Yeah, this is just like there's no progression, there's no reward system." And that's what's strange is Bethesda games have this DNA, and their DNA very much is like armor-based first-person shooters. Very old school in nature. You see that in Wolfenstein, Doom. But when you look at, for example, their multiplayer modes, they also share a commonality in that their progression systems are ass. Like Doom, for example, did not have a good progression system as far as I'm concerned. It was very haphazard. There was just stuff popping up on screen going like, you unlock this, you unlock that. And I'm like, what did I exactly unlock though? Um, it, It was very confusing, hard to manage, hard to understand what you were earning, what you were working towards. Um, And I felt the same really applied to praise multiplayer but in a way where it just didn't reward you it was it was very haphazard in that manner it was like here's a fun mode that you should have endless enjoyment in it's like this is just i will go play the single player game again or i will go do you know it's funny because they released a pve mode pretty much that that contradicts that it was it was triple a procedural generation it's like if my encounters can constantly be different just like they could in multiplayer why wouldn't i play the more polished one in a better design space in a better design space yeah with more focus it's it's strange shinji mikami is going to e3 so we might see evil within three or new tango ip which do you think of those two we see so i brought it up we started talking about it in the podcast we came across he also did uh dino crisis oh maybe yeah. that's the uh the Capcom so that's what game. i said yeah that's, that's i just it. laughed that's it and exactly i just laughed and i said that and everybody was like but it's bethesda i'm like who knows what deals people are doing and that's the thing right now who knows who knows when or what or who's going to announce what and what conference? So I'm like, I'm just going to go with Dino Crisis. Like that's, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that because I, will, I think I will add that Evil to the prediction with... list. Hearing that information, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, because <laughs> dude, Evil Within Two didn't come out too long ago, so to already show a part of three would be a little odd to me. Um, it, it wasn't that old of a game. It's only been out for a year, right? Because you yeah, and I reviewed that in fall of last year. Oh, 20, okay, so a year, almost two, actually. Well, a year and a half. But if, for some reason, it just feels like that's not enough time does, to turn, it's not. It's not. turn around. And, yeah. Think of, it was a three-year gap before we saw Evil Within 2 versus the first one. Exactly. And, and I feel like if they're going to do anything, you know, survival horror-ish from Shinji Mikami, I think they'll, they'll just do a new IP. I think the Evil Within franchise kind of just lost itself do that. in the second one. It didn't perform it did. well. It didn't have an identity. It kind of, like, shook off what I thought was... I know I'm kind of alone on this one, but I thought the first one was excellent. 
Um, I know a lot of people. No, I was really I, I was too. identical. Remember, I didn't like to. No, either. you and I agreed, but like when I, I think yeah. I was, it was last time I streamed last week. I was saying someone asked me about the Evil Within, like what I thought, and I was like, I love the first one. Like I thought the first one was fucking excellent uh, in many ways. You know, it had some clunk, it had some jank, but I thought overall it was a really, really good game. And the second one, you know, streamlined some things, it made some good choices, but it felt like an action game. And it's like this is the the same shit we had <laughs> an issue yeah. with in Resident Evil. And it, it, it crawled right in over to, to the evil within. Um, let's see here. Uh, obviously, let's talk about 76. Fallout 76 is going to have its new DLC shown. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to get a detail for the nuclear winter. Um, I think we're going to hear a little bit about Wastelanders. Maybe just to soften the blow of what I've heard about nuclear winter. Because I've been told it is a VR mode or VR BR mode, um, mm-hmm. and that they're going to add multiplayer on top of that, which we saw in data mining, by the way. So this isn't like a super big secret, which is why I'm, in, I'm, I'm allowing this info to go through. Um, we've seen team deathmatch be in these uh, data mine files and and like text for loading screens um, in these data mine files, um, showcasing that Bethesda is adding some type of multiplayer, and I think. When people see, and and by the way, this this aligns with the most recent 76 update, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that just changed the shooting in the game. The ch- the shooting and the movement in the game have been drastically improved. They've added damage numbers. Oh, all this, yeah. All this, I saw the damage numbers. Yeah, too. all this shooting feedback and movement changes that have helped alleviate a lot of people's concerns with the game going multiplayer. Now, the only issue is it's a 30 FPS game, so... That'll right. be interesting to see how it goes. But um, I think to soften that blow, they're going to be like, okay, here's this multiplayer thing, but in the fall, here's Wastelanders where we're adding a whole new story, choice consequence, yada, yada, yada. I think I think that's what they're going to do. Um, I appreciate the subs. Vidin subbed. Uh, Trains All Day subbed as well. Thank you. Well, are you looking forward to seeing more on 76? And I know that may seem like a, uh, a rhetorical question, you know, like, oh, why would I look forward to it? But... I ask that because has it been long enough where you you were ready to have some interest reignited? You're, you're looking forward to seeing Bethesda's take on BR and multiplayer in a Fallout universe, or are you just like, you know what, no? You asking me? Yeah. Sorry, just making sure. Sorry, I was, I was uh, reading the chat as I asked. I no, it's absolutely fine. I do not care whatsoever. No, I'm done. I'm Fallout it, it, Fallout seventy six is like not on my. It's it's on my radar because you bring it up and. Because you, like, inform me of the BR mode and stuff. And then if you were to say, if you were to play it, I would have to wait for you to play it a long time. And then you to tell me it was worth playing for a long time before I would ever <laughs> even think of installing it originally. Uh, so, no. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, I'm done. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. The only reason I stick with it is because of coverage and, I don't know, there's, like, something uh, enjoyable about its gameplay loop now that if it was in place at launch, I think more people would have liked it. I think the legendary right. vendor really helped save a lot of the game because you, you were originally getting all this useless shit, and then you're like, oh, wow, now I can, like, recycle this and then get something new for it, and oh, now I got this cool gun or I got this cool armor, and it felt like questing, repeating shit, like, had some value to it other than just, like, filling up your stash, which was a whole other issue. You can put more important shit in there. Um, it, it became a much more smooth game. In the terms of its loop. Yeah, but I mean, is but that sort of like... It's not is that sort of, Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, I'm not having any sex at all, or some pretty shitty sex. Which <laughs> would you pick? I mean, at some point, right? I mean, at some point, you look at it, and you're like, well, I think, it's better I than think, just... 
I think better some people just sitting at home argue, by myself. I feel some people are going to argue and say all sex is good sex. We know some brads are sitting <laughs> in that chat right now and listening. They're like, bro, I like okay. to dick and anything, dude. Like, yeah, all right. Well, then they need to step up their game because they have no experience. Um, <laughs> it, it's it, there. There can be bad and good. Trust me. There's a rating scale on purpose. Yeah, I, 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 I want to. I want to like it. And the idea of a Fallout co-op game, right? where you all jump in, you can do that stuff, excites me to no end, because I'm a huge Fallout 3 fan, dude. I'm a, I, I like Fallout 4. I just eclipsed 600 hours in Fallout 4 VR. Just eclipsed 600 hours in it. That's wild. How are your eyes doing? Yeah. <laughs> they hurt like a bitch. I oh, yeah. actually, when I was doing the Reverb review, I was actually forcing myself to play other games, because Reverb Fallout 4 VR is unbelievable. It is fucking... So what changes not to go off topic what changes like versus you're wearing your oculus and then you put on your your reverb and you're like whoa what's the difference here but between the oculus and the reverb or between the reverb and a normal computer i guess we'll just what what makes the reverb version special how about that when you're using well, that because it's the only headset so far that you do not have to take off to look at your desktop or anything you want to do it's high definition so it's the highest resolution it's 2160 oh. by 2160 per eye the others aren't even 2160 for the entire screen, 2160. Wow. So the resolution is fucking unbelievable. Wow, it's, so it's like the full-on game. like. It is the full-on game. I was editing Premiere videos in VR, which I have never done before. I was sending messages in Discord in VR. Like, when you go to the WMR Reddit, who's usually fairly negative on stuff, not in a bad way, but they're fairly critical because the headsets aren't where they need to be. Everybody there is like, oh, I don't like the bridge on my nose or how it fits. But holy shit, the clarity is unbelievable. Like, every single post says the same thing. They're like, mm. there's this and this, but oh my god. Dude, when you put it on, I was playing DCS and I have a picture. And I put the picture in my Discord and people are like, is that the 4K version? Or is that inside your screen? I'm like, dude, that's through the lens. Like, that's with a camera facing the lens. And people are like, that's it's insane insane when you play fallout 4 and you go into in uh, what's the first place after the red rocket what's the little town independence um, um or no uh concord concord you go in there and you start going into buildings and the difference between a, a you know a, a monitor in front of you is like being in the rain or looking at the rain through a window right because okay. because in a video game you're looking at the rain through a window and you might it might look pretty and you're like wow this looks cool that's a normal game but when you're in VR, you're in it. And I can't you're describe there. to you the difference when you walk into a building and the rain stops at the doorway and you hear it go over your head because it has 3D audio. So you hear like the rain hitting and then go like and cut off as you go inside. It is insane, man. It is, yeah, the best headset by a, a good amount. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, you know me, I'm like gearing up to getting a vr headset soon that's why i was watching yeah. your video and i was like Man. and i'm sure they'll drop the price yeah and thank you for the retweet i did see that um i'm sure you know wmr that's one of the best parts about them is they drop the price and i did see somebody who's like hey man people were bitching about uh, not being able to get perfect tracking in um the reverb so here's me beating an elite uh song in beat saber with the with the reverb and he nailed it and people are like okay well now i'm not gonna argue anymore because <laughs> you'll hear a lot of people be like oh it's blah 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 half of the fucking top people in those things are using those so <laughs> yeah awesome all right so bethesda's conference mostly those predictions wrapped up Who yeah so we have when ubisoft we did microsoft we did bethesda square enix we did and what do you want to cover ea 
on Saturday. God, I got to be honest. If you got anything to say, go for it. I don't care. We're going to stream it. I just want to see Cameron, who is one of the best actors I've ever seen in a show. Um, I want to see what they're doing with Star Wars with him because uh, they'll cover Star Wars. That's the only game uh, I'm interested in. The, the leak they covered this morning said, the tweet said, um, the battle in Star Wars is not Dark Souls, nor is it like a 3D action game. They they focus on dot, dot, dot. Oh, well, we can't tell you right now. We'll tell you later. I saw a game performer so, wrote that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm like, foot speed movement maybe you know is it all about movement you know the surge tried to adjust things and i think in some ways they really hit and in other ways they didn't every every company's tried a different a different thing so yeah i can't wait to see that yeah i mean that like i said that's that's the only game i can really partake in with conversation i like what ea is doing where they are splitting it up where um they'll have like a sports section i think a star wars section just so like they don't have this conference where it starts off with sports everyone's snoozing and making fun of them just split yeah. it up and let people tune into what they're they're interested in because EA has become such like a big publisher. Um, yeah, you know they can have like an indie showcase that they want and give everyone their time and their focus. But what I'm worried about because you know I follow Greg Miller and he's taking over the um, what is it the 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 panel we'll say for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the script sitting on the table i was like all right we're not getting anything concrete we're getting like what ea wants us to know and i just Mm. you know i i don't know i I guess maybe it's the transparency because so much of that shit like the way a game announcement happens the way a gameplay is revealed obviously it's what the company wants Wants us to to see that happens many a times but when you see like this thick packet of like here's your script here's the questions you're gonna ask and i know he said he's gonna be including questions from Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, but when I saw that, I was just like, okay, so I'm not going to get a good picture of this game until I get my hands on it. And since I'm not at E3 yeah. this year, I'm not going to play it. So that, that's also why my interest sort of dwindled. I saw that. I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah. No, I get that. Makes sense. Yeah. But I'll keep my eye on it. Uh, next Battlefield's not till next year. So that's the little send. So we don't have to really look for that. Um, I hope that with this Star Wars game, back to its gameplay, because I know you did mention that. Um, I hope it kind of mimics, in a, a sense, uh, For Honor and Sekiro, where Sekiro has really good, when you clash swords or weapons with someone, you really feel it. And there's this, yeah. um, it feels like an epic duel between two powerful people, and there's something really satisfying about that, even as someone who, who isn't like over the moon about the game. I really like that. And I'd love to see that with lightsabers, but also some of the cool, you know, the camera angle and the way you sort of square up with someone in For Honor and you circle each other, even if it's online. Like, the way it works feels really good. Um, and I'd, I'd love to see that in that game, sort of like a hybrid of those two. That's sort of what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm more looking for story um, in a weird way. I don't know why, but probably because the gameplay of those games have always failed me, mm-hmm. you know, in some way. So... I just, I'm just really excited for him. He's in Shameless. He's Joker in uh, Gotham. He's an incredible actor, and so yes, yes. I think, I think if anybody can nail that, he can. So that's why I'm excited. But I don't really know what to be excited for. This will be the first time we see it too. Mm-hmm. Like once I see it, at, you know, at the show, then even if they script it, at least being able to watch somebody play it and go, okay, I sort of get where they're going. Because right now I have no clue where they're going. It could be a fucking visual novel for all I care. Because mm-hmm. I just have no clue what it is yet, but. You know what? Uh, Indigo actually brought up the new game from From Software, Great Rune, 
which had been leaked and rumored. It's the one that George R. R. Martin had uh, had reportedly been working on, and we, we talked about it in a podcast segment. Um, and what I wanted to ask was a question that I don't think anyone's really thinking of right now with From Software. And I want to know your thoughts on it, because I think they have become it. Do you think that FromSoft is the new Rockstar? And I know Rockstar is like, everyone views them top of the top tier, and that's not really what I'm getting at. I think Rockstar makes excellent games. I think FromSoft makes excellent games. But what they both share in common more than anything is they have a million and one IPs that people are equally passionate about that are completely different from one another. They have the same DNA. You know, you can see the same in like GTA to Bully. Like there's a sense of freedom. Red Dead, there's a sense of freedom. There's openness to it. There's a do-what-you-want type of feeling to it. And don't you get that same feeling with anything from FromSoft? There's that DNA of its difficulty... It's world being dense, the lore being tucked away in items, um, but they're all separate and they all play ever so slightly differently. You know, I wouldn't say slightly. Sorry, that that might be that might upset some folks. But you know, Bloodborne's more about aggression. You know, you get hit if you hit your enemy back, you get your health back. Dark Souls a little more shield hugging, a little more build focus, I'd say, than the rest of the series. And Sekiro is more about dueling. And, but what's happening is each of these games have a new identity that clicks with someone. Like, for me, I don't like GTA that much, but I love Bully, and I loved Red Dead Redemption 2. But I'm probably not going to see... Maybe I'll see Bully 2 sooner than all of those, but what happens is you establish love for these franchises, and you don't see anything new from them for a while. Do you think From Software, with reportedly making another new IP, Great Rune, are they entering that ground? Yeah, prob- yeah. yeah probably. I mean, I, th- I think I felt that way before, Sek- uh, before Sekiro. Um, even though they didn't make that many games, I felt they were sort of going that route. So, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. There was something about the way they were doing things. I also do believe, though, um, yeah, no, I would agree. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that they, they know what they sort of are offering, and they do a good enough job when they switch things up to make it still make sense. Sekiro makes sense to the people who like Sekiro. Um, uh, what do you call it makes sense? Um... Uh, uh, Bloodborne makes sense to people who like action and like more of an offensive stance. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls, you know, even the all the three Dark Souls really play a little different. I think three played different, much differently than than one did. I yeah, just yeah, overall three was a little more quick. It was a little more quick, yeah, and it was almost showing a little D- DNA of Bloodborne, like mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, but like you know, it, it's funny because like right when I popped that, like someone said Bloodborne is a soul game. Um, and no, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. And then when I said slightly different, and I think I corrected myself, but if I didn't, I, I, I meant to. Um, and then AC Den was like slightly different. So it's funny to see those different opinions. But um, right away, we see people talking about LA Noir, Manhunt, Bully, GTA. Like right away, like there's so many series. And I just get the feeling yeah. from Soft with their constant of. You know, we see three Dark Souls entries. They did give that its focus, so it makes sense to move on. And you thought Bloodborne would be their next baby, and then you see Sekiro. It's like, is that the next one? And then we hear Great Rune. Do they just like creating new universes with new toys and tools yeah. and having excuses to yeah. implement them and, and just leaving them behind afterwards unless they, they feel like, okay, it's time to, to go back? Yeah, and they know that like other people will copy them, so they probably sort of percolate a little longer because like, they could have figured out. They could, I, It seems like they like medieval, but... They could have gone with something futuristic, and the Surge took care of that. Hmm. Surge 2 is coming out soon as well. So I think the Surge yeah, 2 will be on Microsoft's. Right? Yeah, I think it'll be on Microsoft's store, or on Microsoft's page. I had talked about that. I really do believe. 
Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I think Microsoft will be home to a lot of a lot of cool third-party game. Oh my god, my voice just completely fell apart. <laughs> cool uh, third-party games. Yeah, I think it'll be home to a lot of those. I think we're going to see a lot of announcements, and and in between those, uh, we're going to see first-party games. Well, dude, what's awesome is people can get as mad as they want, but Sony not being there is probably the best thing for E3 in years. Yeah, the it, amount it kind of frees the, things up for focus. It does. It does. Look at how Polygon. I'm I'm just using a random name. Look at how Polygon can now cover multiple games because it's not being eaten up by looking at the same game's three screens for 500 hours, mm. right? Um, and switch out Polygon with every YouTuber. You know, there won't be that focus. There'll be the ability to look at AA games, games from companies that do e Elix, Focus Home Interactive, Big Ben. Big Ben just bought the rights to um, Werewolf the Apocalypse from... Uh, from cyanide which means now uh, which or from focus home which now means cyanide basically completely works with big ben so you have big ben who's doing double a's and budget you have focus double a's and budget you have thq double a's and budget to me that's the magic that's where magic happens dude focus home vampire fuck you if you don't like vampire <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. dude i mean i get it people don't and i understand that uh, but you know what i mean it's just like that's where the magic can happen and now we have companies that can look even microsoft for instance doesn't have to always look over their shoulder for this other company they could even watch go and watch somebody else's event for once and go oh shit this event looks awesome like or, or this game looks awesome that these guys are doing let's go talk to them and suddenly you have these interactions between people that you never do before. Have you ever had that one friend? I'm probably that in my group, but you've always got that one friend who they sort of lead the, you know, like they're the loud one or whatever, and everybody sort of follows them. But if they're not there, everybody interacts differently. Yes. And that's what I believe could happen at these events. That's why I was saying last week, I believe every E3, somebody should win the lottery and get to be the on the main stage. Even It doesn't matter how small they are. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to be like, okay, Microsoft's not on the main stage at this E3. Cyanide is. Go for <laughs> it. Sticks three. Get out there. I, oh, like oh sorry that. if I'm loud. No. You're oh, right. oh, she's saying I'm. She's saying to I'm totally the loud one in my group. It's oh, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I would. I, I want to see those guys get the shine. I want to see Piranha Bytes get the shine. I want to see all those companies that you. Somebody in your Discord and somebody in my Discord posted. Um, I had seen it before, but Greedfall. I the, that was me and mine. Yeah, dude, that's a game that without without the ability to focus on these other titles might have been missed by a, a giant number mm -hmm. of people. Yeah, and exactly. so I'm, I love it. I yeah. love it. For those who don't know, Greedfall is the newest game coming from the developers of Bound by Flame, a game I did not like, and Technomancer, did a game I. I never played, but it looks really cool. I, I had fun with it. Total Biscuit and I had a huge argument. On I remember, my podcast yeah, because I remember it. watching. Actually, yeah, that's when we had first, I think, met. And yeah. I remember watching your review, and you're like, "This is actually really cool." And I watched like Total Biscuit's review. He's like, "This fucking sucks!" Like, yeah, well, and the we, table over it. It's funny because his reasoning was apt, but my reasoning, he told me, he's like, "I get." He's like, "Okay, now I get where you're coming from." It's just one of those things where when. Like, you were looking for different things out of the game. And neither neither one of us was, like, looking for an odd thing. It was just, like, we were looking for different things from the game. And uh, it was fun to talk to somebody like that. I, I'm really glad I got to meet him before he passed. It was yeah. very fun to talk to him and get an idea of where he was coming from. Because I was seeing him talk about not being able to do this and this. I'm like, you can do that mm -hmm. in the game. TB, you can do it. And I talked to him. I'm like, you can do that. And he's like, what? And he, then we realized that, like, the tutorial at one spot wasn't good. 
I picked up on it, he didn't. Which you and I've mm -hmm. talked about tutorials before. Yeah. Like Sorry. a bad tutorial can ruin a game. Yeah. Right? Dangerous, if you, dangerous if you, territory. <laughs> dangerous territory. I still so, think yeah, one of the best tutorials in all of gaming RuneScape. <laughs> Why? I, just the way that game opens up and introduces you on how to do each skill oh. in, in a concise manner, and they fully explain it, and they give you the tools, and they don't like, just drop everything on your lap while you're in this big open world. Um, at least the original RuneScape. They, they kind of drop you in this camp, and you start off with, like, you fish for your food. It's like, okay, now that you have your food, it's time to cook it, right? So it's like, here's some logs. Here's a tinderbox. Now go ahead and make turn this into a fire. Now you're increasing fire making. Now you can cook that fish. You caught like the way they just brought it all together. Whether I was a kid, um, or even now, I just think it's one of the most concise, thorough tutorials. Without and one that goes over the top, Rage Two. Here's how you jump. Oh yeah. Here's how you they, walk like, forward. Take you to the the tutorial room. <laughs> I yeah, liked it after a while, you're like, I like it, it but I was just like, it, damn. No, it, it can be a lot. I liked it because I think the worst thing is, I think of it like I play a lot of Smite. And when I'm playing a new god, because like, I, I took a break for about like eight months, I came back now. Um, and when you take a break, you forget how like certain gods play, like what's a leap versus what's a buff, what's a dash. And, right. and sometimes in the heat of that match, you don't have time. And by, by the way, I know this is a multiplayer example, so it may not work, but... It's a moment where I think, I wish I knew everything about this ability before I hopped in. Now, you can read the abilities menu, like, in the in the starter menu, but I like to just pick on the fly, you know, hit the matchmaking, get into a yeah. group, and, and just kind of go go by the seat of my pants. Fly by the seat of my pants, rather. And yeah, so do um, I. I felt like I liked Rage's tutorials because of that aspect, where I was able mm -hmm. to see, like, okay, this is a big ground pound, and if I do upgrade this, oh, there is a singularity thing that pulls everyone in. That's awesome. I get that now. And they drop you in an area where it, it, it is designed to, to make sense. And it it feels good to, like, implement. You get that good first taste with it, too. Right. Um, because right. The, le the level that you learn it in is crafted around that very power or that weapon you acquire. And I just, I always like that about that game. But, yeah, the tutorial can stagnate the flow for some. I just felt like yeah. the game had good flow anyway. But I like a little more downtime in my game. So, I know I know most people are are uh, against that but i understand um okay so we've gone through all the major conferences there's still devolver and pc gaming show which i have not paid attention to at all but um is there anything else you'd like to add in with your predictions and e3 discussion just that the game of show will be manhunter on the pc gaming show really that's the, that's the, the shark, shark RPG. Shark RPG yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you have a skill tree as a shark. Like, when they showed it, I'm all, I am in that for the I, long I, you haul. Know I'm going to look it up now because I, you've talked about it twice, both times. I'm going to go look it up. Manhunter? Dude, it's so, Manhunter, yeah. It, shark uh, like, RPG. Dude, it, it, and it's made by Tripwire. Man Eater? Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. And uh, it, just the idea of taking a shark and uh, have a good one, Maltov. The idea of taking a shark and making it an RPG, and I'm sitting there at my house watching this, and I'm like, are you going to be able to upgrade your fins and shit? Like, your teeth for, like, what you can chew through? I, I just can't wait to play that game. I am so stoked for that game. I'm looking at, like, screenshots and, like, oh, man, he, this shark's about to eat a scuba diver. Yeah, dude, I, the idea of that game is so exciting to me because if it works, Maddie, they've already jumped the shark pardon the pun but they've already gone so far it to me opens up the idea of other games getting this kind of treatment or other creatures that we don't think of so to me i am incredibly excited for this 
Oh my god, you could like dive on the land, grab someone, you, you could dive yes. on their boat. Oh my god. You can dive on their boat, you can fucking scoot across the land, and then you upgrade your skills. This is like my, my worst stuff. nightmare come to life. <laughs> I admittedly Sharks it, are like it, terrifying it, to me. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. I didn't see the uh yeah, it says PC PC gaming show. Oh wow. Yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there. And it's I I mean easily might like I'm excited for a lot of games, but it is high up on the list. <laughs> That's so funny. It says play oh wait. Play the role as a shark in a single-player action RPG set in a dark aquatic world. Dude, I can't wait, man. And just think, what if they send dolphins after you? Because dolphins, you know, are like the natural enemies of sharks. Like, I I just, the idea of like these. like fighting fucking, it looked like alligators or something. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I I just can't. I I, I can't really wrap my head around it, but it's one of those games where I could see us, like, in a year, talking about indie game of the year, not indie game of the year, but surprise of the year, and just being like, Manhunter, Man, yeah. you know, like, or Maneater. I just never thought, but yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting, because what's... what's I'm, I'm kind of repeating what you said, but I feel it needs to be emphasized as well, is that we're going to see some smaller games bubble, I think, to the top. Yeah. Provided yeah, Microsoft's be conference, because it's so long, isn't going to be so jam-packed with tons of shit to see and um, things to be excited about. Um, you know, like, because obviously in most conferences, there is that like down period where there's smaller announcements. Like you could tell yeah. there's just like, okay, there's like less hype around this. There's less build up around it. Um, but if they were like banging out big one after big one after big one, um, there is a chance that, you know, maybe some of this big news gets, gets overshadowed, but I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. Because, um, it'd be really, it'd be really cool. Do you know if that is multiplayer at all? No, there's a steam game that allows you to be divers versus sharks. Which is pretty cool. Oh yeah, uh, like Morphin, deep, deep dive. It. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, like deep dive or something like that. Um, which did, which as far as I remember, actually got pretty good reviews. But this is the first one nice. that's really like this in particular. And it, to me, I'm just, I mean, other than you know, Age of Empires because I'm mm-hmm. old school, and some some of those games, uh, the idea of Manhunter or Maneater excites me because. I, I, the idea of all of us talking about it just excites me. I don't know why, because like the you know if instead of being like what vampire skill did you pick, I'm like right. dude, what what jaw skill did you pick? <laughs> the only other one I would say is Werewolf the Apocalypse, simply because I am okay. that's my favorite D and D world of all time. So Vampire the Masquerade is based in the same world. Then they did you see they announced two other vampire based games, both Masquerade, both based in the same world. I There's saw... two other companies. Was one of them a tabletop, or am I imagining things? No, there's that's a completely like separate a, one, like a full-on yeah. video yep. game. There's yeah, there's two. There's two other vampire games. Vampire Wars was announced this morning, and then a Vampire Something, which is like Telltale's almost, wow. is another one. And then Werewolf: The Apocalypse is being developed wow. uh, and is being published by Big Ben. So, okay, yep. So with I'm our stoked. Pred- our predictions out of the way. We still have our patron hot takes and questions. Now, I actually have it. not perused these. I just tagged everyone in the Discord. I said, it's time for the questions, hot takes, and whatever else you want to throw in there. So we'll see as we go along. Let's see what the patrons had to say. We'll start off with AC Denton, who is in the chat right now. What game did you think had potential but was done bad and deserves another look at from players and or or look at from developers and or players, preferably an older title. This question came to mind the other day, and an example I had was Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. David Cage. David Bowie sings in it. Oh. You take over multiple people's bodies. You have not heard of Om- Omicron? Oh, game's not so good. Not at all, yeah. Uh, an old game that I love people to go about. 
Uh, this isn't super old, but I'd love to see a second look at Marvel Heroes Omega. I think. <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, I just really would love to see them like, okay, how can we restructure this? Do we sell it for 10 bucks? get rid of all of the, the microtransactions, the grind, and do more people buy in? I, I just wish I saw more testing to see that game live. I'd love to see someone go back and give that another shot. I um my one of my favorite moments in the Discord was actually joining a guy from Florida. He had just joined the Discord and we were doing games with uh patrons and he jumped in and I we talked while we were just choosing different heroes, you know, jump running around and it was just it was one of those games it was like Diablo um on the consoles. Where it's just like two people can sit down and just play and just have hmm. a blast. That game yeah, you're right. That game's awesome. For me it's Advent Rising without a shadow of a doubt. Wasn't okay. it wasn't wasn't great. It was written by Orson so- Scott Card, who's a complete schizophrenic i'm just like just nut bar i shouldn't say schizophrenics are nuts he's legit nuts though um which means he probably won't be able to write another game but uh the the ideas were amazing targeting was shit movement was shit but the story was probably one of the best sci-fi stories i've ever played in my life it's crazy so yeah advent rising yeah tommy talerico did one of the best soundtracks i've ever heard in that title Mm. i think um I don't think it's a bad game, but a, a, quite, a, a game that I think deserves another look from developers and players I've told you about is Death Row. That, like, fighty arcade game with, like, the disc throwing. And yep. I fucking love that game. Yep. I fucking love it. Holy shit. All right. Uh, Poseidon Raw has a hot take. Bethesda will show Starfield despite saying they won't. During the Microsoft press conference, they will announce more partnerships slash collaborations with Nintendo, such as a character in Smash Bros. and other content like that. Also, during EA's conference, they will have some type of KOTOR news because they announced they are making a movie out of it. Very interesting hot takes beside Ra. He also likes Smite, so great name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mike Fury asks about the possibility of getting an ES6 teaser. I'm going to make that short and sweet, Mike, my good friend. No. 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 Uh, Bearded Panda asks, do you think Doug Bowser will make an appearance at E3 and introduce himself as the president of Nintendo like Reggie did? Also, what are the chances of Master Chief coming to Smash? Hmm. Well, the Nintendo Direct is a video. They already said that. Yeah, they have like a live on stage thing, yeah. He could easily open the video, though. And come out in a Bowser suit would be hilarious. Dude, and, and... they're already joking about it. He jokes about it. Like, the world was joking about it. Yeah, so like, I think that's a it's, great last name for... <laughs> yeah, it's a missed opportunity for him to not walk onto that white background Nintendo's known for and grab that, you know, grab the head and pull it off and be like, hi, I'm blah, 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 Bowser. And but I'm... maybe if he does that, because his name actually is Doug Bowser, if he, if he does that, do you think people who see it go, oh, he's just a meme? Like, this guy actually isn't named Doug Bowser, and he's not actually the president of Nintendo? <laughs> They would be proven wrong instantly, and it's a Nintendo Direct, so yeah. that would be on them. Like, I I don't think we should coddle dumb people. No, <laughs> like I mean, at that I'm point, with you. I'm just, I was just thinking, you know. They may. No, I mean, they may, but I wouldn't care. Okay. I think it would, it, that's fan service. So, so, you know how it is. Sometimes fan service misses people's heads yes, a bit. 100%. I'm okay with it missing their heads on that 100%. one. Uh, as for the chances of Chief coming to Smash, uh, original gaming character... Yeah. I'd say he foots the bill, you know, he, yeah. he would fit. Uh, it's just a matter of if they want to make it happen or not. It'd just right. be kind of a gritty choice. Not that they haven't had other ones before like that. Like, I'd say Persona 5 was a bit of a grittier game, especially its opening. Well, they could go with the Halo comics. 
a Halo comic version. Because mm. you're talking about Master before. Chief, right? Yeah, they've done it before about? with Arbiter and Killer Instinct, so I, I don't see why it's not yeah. possible. They could they could take the graphics from the comic, which are much more big-headed, mm-hmm. goofy. Uh, Adam from our podcast last week gives us five hot takes. From safest to spiciest, number five, okay. Skyrim will be officially announced for Stadia. Four, 8K won't be as big of a deal as everyone thinks it will be. Three, EA Showcase won't be really cringy, and it'll actually be all right. Two, Aisha Tyler will make an appearance at Ubisoft's press conference. <laughs> One, Devolver Digital will win E3, or at least come in as close as second. Excellent takes from Adam, who was a, a fantastic guest last week. Really had a, a blast. Out yeah, here, that right? was a blast. Um, there is a lot of agreements here. Uh, a, a little bit of a little bit of beef happening in the podcast questions. Hot hot take from Mike Fury. The balance of power shifts and Xbox starts leading. To which Adam Bearded Panda agreed, but Holzer said nah. Holzer said nah in the chat. So um, there's a little bit of debate there. Grim Coon. He changed his name again. Grim Coon. Jeez. Grim. Yeah. Again. Bro. Again. He Don't worry, Mike Grim- Fury. I agree with you. They're <laughs> wrong. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Uh, Grim always changes his name, but he keeps Grim in it, so we know it's him. He's, he asks, what is something that would probably never happen that you want to still see at this year's E3? Personally, I'm holding out that Valve for that Valve-Bethesda merger. They would be a VR powerhouse, and Machine Games could have a cool take on Half-Life. Ah, well, here's the thing, friend. We live in a world where SpongeBob battle for Bikini Bottom... One of the greatest Nickelodeon games, by the way, but SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom is getting remastered. Yeah, we live right. in a world where Ghostbusters is getting remastered. So I think it's very well plausible with the course of the movie. Kill All Humans or whatever is also getting the, the alien one. Destroy yes, All Humans like is getting remastered. Everything from the 2000s is coming back. There is a relic from 2003 that maybe people are forgetting. I may have reminded you a time or two. I would like to see KOTOR HD at Microsoft's conference. That is what I'm holding out hope for every year I do so. Okay, then I'll go. Go. I, I'll, I'll one-up you. If Microsoft's going to do it, they're not going to do an HD. If Microsoft does it, it'll be a KOTOR remaster. Complete remaster. Like, ground up? Ground up. Oof. That'd be cool. Who would make it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... That's... That, we're just going all the way, though. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Chat Mare asks, what's your most underrated side quest? This has nothing to do with E3, but we'll answer it anyway, because we're good people. That's a combo breaker. Combo yeah, breaker. The, the flow has been stagnated. We were just banging these out in record um, fashion. Side quest for Rick. Because It's hard to pick out underrated from your own brain because you value it so high. Yeah, and I think we talked about this um, a little bit with Kotor because I, I the Man, the Manan one with yeah, the slavery. That's Go ahead. a good one. Um, this isn't my most underrated. I don't quite honestly know what it would be, but I think of in the Pirates Cove. I think it is in Jade Empire, where you walk into the cave and you can convince that girl to become like a stone cold killer and like stab her captors. I just thought there was something fucking crazy about that, or or you can like do it yourself, and then she runs away in fear from you. Like you were literally determining someone's future, and it's just like a very empowering but frightening yet cool moment in the game. 
And it just happens. It's not a part of the story. Like, you can just dust by it. You can ignore it. I just thought it was I'm really mad. Cool. I'm mad because I was picking Jade Empire, the cow. The guy loving the cow. And his wife, they're in the swamps. Do you even remember that? I don't the guy that. loves his... Oh, the guy has a love once, affair with his... Fair. The guy has a love affair with his cow. What? And I just laughed my entire way through. Yeah, he wants to save the cow. And, oh, dude, it's... It's awesome. I remember the like one that. in Jade Empire where there was like that orphanage that got like flooded. Oh yeah, that was and that, creepy. And, yeah. and you could turn the kids evil to kill the headmaster. Yeah. Or you could have them not, and that was a step up. And they, man. yeah, you could talk to them, and they were like ghosts. Yeah, that that shit was next level, man. Yeah, Jade Empire people. Yeah. Jade Empire, you got to check that game out, man. Would the colonist background quest from Mass Effect One be underrated? I don't know. I don't. <sighs> Mass Effect One. It's been since. One. Well, I've played Mass Effect oh. 1 over 100 times, and I'm trying to think of which one he means. Oh! Oh, no, I know what one he means. I don't know if that's, a, I don't know if that's actually technically a, um, a underrated, because a lot of people talk about it. I think with Mass Effect 1, underrated would probably be... Obviously, the part where Commander Shepard punches the reporter. No one talks about that. <laughs> dude, dude those, they, they, that game, I mean, I know people have issues with combat. I'm, I'm fine with it because it's an older game. That game has so many amazing quests when you parse it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, just, that is, I guess that would be underrated, I guess, when you think about it. I just felt like the game, even when I originally played it, like, way back, I, I just felt like it was trying to do something it wasn't ready to do, and it had to condense itself, and then when they were ready to do it in Andromeda, they just kind of, like, fucked up. Oh, yeah, I feel that way about 1, 2, and 3, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? I think I think 2 and 3 were really good. I, even 3, despite the ending, I was like, I still really enjoyed 3's journey. I, I, I enjoyed 1 the most because I like the story in 1 the most. Um, two I liked, three I was gonna like, but then they just ignored like eighty plot points in two and pretended they didn't exist, like uh -huh. dark energy and all this shit. I mean, they just ignored it. They were like, "We're changing the entire plot." And then it, it, I think the recreation of Shepard at the starting of each one was dumb too. Like, oh, he's dead, so we're gonna recreate him from DNA, and you're like, "Oh God, oh, we've changed the way guns work. The entire universe has changed the yeah. entire way like all guns it feels work." Feels like and... time. They forced like time to move forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um. But uh, but hey, you know what? Regardless, I mean, they're they're such high quality games. I guess arguing about which one's best is sort of weird. So hmm. I'm still trying to think of like like I'm, I'm, I was thinking because we were on like a little Bioware role. I was trying to think of side quests in Dragon Age Origins, but I also realized my my main affinity with that game is definitely its main story. Uh, it's a DLC, but I really liked uh, Return to Ostagrath. Ostagrath. I or think, Ostagar, Ostagar, uh, yeah. it's, Gar, it's Gar, yeah. Yeah, I remember that DLC, there was just, like, because it's such a pinnacle moment in the story the first time you play it, and then they have a DLC that um, I didn't play for years, and then I got the Ultimate Edition to replay the game, and I went back to Ostagar after that moment, and it was, like, you know, something that sits with you, and it actually felt like you were returning to something that, like, deeply touched you, and there was just something interesting about that. You kill the ogre thing that killed the, the commander um, early in the game. Let me tell you something that's that awesome really development rise real quick about Dragon Age Origins. Dragon Age Origins, the main story and main game is good. I wouldn't say it's amazing. I would say it's very good. The reason why that game gets so much credit is a very intelligent thing, which was them giving you that one hour starting with each race being different. That nailed stories. it. Yeah. Yes, because it quite literally does what no other game does. It makes the character, other than Dragon's Dogma, where a tall character can jump, where a short one can't, most games don't give a fuck. You can dress your guy as a dragon, and people are like, hey, look at Skyrim. You kill everybody, you show up, and some dude's like, somebody stole your sweet roll. And I'll be like, bitch, I'm going to roll you. 
I'm going to yeah. tear you out of your armor. <laughs> like, I've killed everybody in this game, and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, what the hell? So, yeah. Origins is exactly that. It made the origin of the character that you created actually matter in the game mm -hmm. for one hour. And that one hour felt longer for everybody. If you talk to anybody, they're like, no, it mattered longer. It actually didn't. It was that starting where they made oh, it matter. One of my favorite side quests. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not a side quest. It's encounters. Uh, it's actually in Morrowind, funny enough. Uh, a game that I have not put a ton of time into, and I've been very open about Are you going to talk about the falling guy? Hell yeah. I fucking Fuck yeah. love that part. I That's think that... He's one of the best moments in a game. Absolutely. Like, you're just walking around here. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And then you just walk, you see a like a, a guy just laying on the floor dead. Yep. You see like his notepad saying he he was gonna prove everybody wrong and create this super cool jumping potion, and then he killed himself. Absolutely, doing it. one of the top. Uh, uh, all of my family members have played uh, that game at least to that point. Mm -hmm. They may not have continued. It's literally you but just like, make a left out of Satanine, and you just see it. Every you time. just make a left, and you see it, and you're just like, what in the f is going? On? And then you can put his boots on and try it yourself and die. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was next level as as a, a moment in a fantasy game. They nailed mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it, like, it's amazing because if you, it almost symbolized what the game stands for. And I know I can't speak on it too much for my lack of experience with it, but, like, you make a right, and you can get on the Silt Strider, and you can, like, go to a town, and you kind of get on this more serious path. Imagine it's, like, your first time, it's, like, what, 2003, I think, when that game came yeah, out? Yeah, Xbox original. You make on. a left, and you yeah. go down that path, and this guy just falls next to you you're like what like what is that tone set for the whole game like are you like is this a goofy game now? i'll tell it you an, so fast i'll tell you another tone setter that people probably won't agree with me but i think is uh a, a, that sets the tone for the entire game is skyrim the ten thousand steps the steps the climb Flying up to the Be throne or wherever. yeah because it there's a majesty in skyrim that never existed in the other games and the verticality in skyrim that is beyond any other game that's a fantasy game like that and you are consistently climbing those steps from, and you're passing geography. You're going from verdant green grass, mm. sort of barren to snow, to the top of this wispy mountain. And they, they ended up doing such an amazing job. 7,000. I said 7,000. Somebody just corrected me today when I said 7,000. It said it was 10,000. Bastards. So it was 7,000. <laughs> I, I was right. I guess, I guess Camel counted them, too. <laughs> I counted them, too. I counted them. Because what? I've talked about, I did an entire, because I did an entire video on this. So, but the 7,000 steps, it fucking, dude, it's perfect. It's, it, it is such, it encapsulates the entire moment of, of, like, of you ascending to this new world that you had not seen before in any other fantasy game. And they, and that entire time you're encountering people, you're encountering a couple monsters, but the, the God land is changing. Trolls. The trolls. But the, the ground is, you're changing. You're actually seeing the evolution, or, uh, ev um, uh, Elevation. Elevation matter, yeah, which rarely matters in games, and it just—it was amazing. Like such a I get that, such a you, like, great leave job. And you see the whole world ahead of you, yeah. Oh, dude, really cool. and you're up there, and the wind is starting to blow, and you look down, and you can see your little village, you know, way down. In the, it, it just nailed. Yeah, it for I still, me. I, I, it's one of the few games. That usually, I'm like, we should have seen more choice and consequence, but it's one of the games that perfectly captures adventuring. Oh, so absolutely. Well. And absolutely. I, I would not trade Skyrim for what it is today. No, I think, I think no, no, it's no. so good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, for I its love, time, yeah. it was pushing the limits. It absolutely yeah. was. Like I, I was totally fine with taking a little less choice and consequence for what that game yep. did. Um, yep. Anyway, great question, Chapmare. Last one is, what's a book or a film that would make for a great 
game adaptation? Asks Johnny EC. Hmm. I've got mine. Let's hear it. Eureka. The TV show. Hmm. Eureka would probably have to be a Telltale style, but it was about a sheriff who goes to a place in Oregon where they find out all the in- top scientists live. And um, he's a he's a he's like a common sense sheriff. He's not very intelligent. And everybody else is super intelligent, so he saves the day all the time. But it was hmm. six seasons, and uh, it was a comedic. It was very well, very, very well written. And it was done in a way where every episode was a new weird experiment that went wrong. Hmm. Um, one of the mo- one of the better shows I've ever seen, I would say, top ten shows that I've ever seen, and I would absolutely kill to see Eureka. Oh, somebody else likes it. Look at that, Obi Wan. You're my man. Good stuff. Spa- uh... Internet high, internet fist bump. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, if you haven't seen Eureka, people need to check that show out. That show, fuck that, and it had all the Battlestar Galactica actors come on it at the end. It's just that it's I feel cool. most shows you know I, I watch tv from time to time but mostly like, i watch anime and there's usually a game based off it somewhere right. um movies a lot of what i've partaken in like how you could see the inspirations like um blade runner i think it was like you could see that in fallout 4 like you could see direct yeah. drags from it where I, I feel like why would they make a movie about that if um like or a game, game about it you mean yeah, what, yeah that's sorry if, why would they make a no, game about right. it if like if it captures it so well it's doing the same thing if I'm thinking of the right movie, by the way. Um, I'm sure someone on the chat will correct me if I'm not. I'd say, you know what? There's been a book. Where is it? It's right here. Hold on. Give me one sec. Because i got to get the name. I've read little bits and pieces of it. Uh, Star Wars Darth Bane Path of Destruction. Yeah, it's a very good book. Really good book. Uh, excellent writing. Like, holy shit. The very visceral detail. Very, very visceral detail. Um, and, and I think the way they paint his character, um, Darth mm-hmm. Bane and, and how just fucking like evil he is. He's not like, Oh, he's the Sith. He's bad. Like he's fucking evil, twisted. Um, I'd love to see a game based off of him working for him or with him taking him on. I don't know what perspective they take, but I think that would be a, a cool character to base the, um, the book around. So basically Star Wars KOTOR 3. No, I, no, it's not already, KOTOR 3. I already told you, strangely enough, if there's any Sith I want him to make a game after, it's that fucking, uh, um, the, the Dark Lord with the mask, um, who had the... I think it starts with an M. Like, who, had, who had Kelly Who as his, um, as his, like, slave, as his, as his second. Um, it was Darth Nihilus. Nihilus? Nihilus. Right. Oh, the master, the full master. Yeah, yeah I fucking Nihilus, love yeah. that guy, yeah, yeah. Man. man. And he's like a void of the the force. Like he's a void. He's like a black hole that just sucks the force. Fucking that. Ma- no, not Malak. It's uh, Nihilus. I think is his name. The, yeah. Yeah, from Kotor that, Two, that, right? Yeah, from Kotor Two. I and dude, reason, I love. <laughs> it blows my mind. He's like front and center, front front and center on this cover art, and he doesn't yeah. say a word. He doesn't. All yeah, game, yeah. And, and and when you fight him, it's like the most. You don't even fight him. You, I think you fight I know. As like one of your companions against him. It's like what the what the fuck yeah. Is they that? didn't they didn't handle his. He was he was ill used. We'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Very ill used. Yeah, admittedly, the, hung, the hungry one. <laughs> <laughs> True. Admittedly, I haven't read enough books to, but like most shows. Shannara. Did you did you ever see the TV show Shannara? Because it was on for three se- uh, three seasons. Terry Brooks, he did Lost Kingdom for Sale, Shannara. Their fantasy books are some of the best I've ever read that like, aren't for like example, Tolkien. I used to watch a lot of Walking Dead, and they did the Telltale series, which is good. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it feels like most 
shows you know, they don't get a direct adaptation but like there is a series made after it in the gaming industry because games is big enough now where you usually see like all yeah. spectrum right. medium getting covered um i could reverse it and pick games i'd want to see like shows about that could be interesting but um i guess that's for another conversation that will uh wrap up all the patreon questions though carrick look at that that will also wrap up pretty much our jericho show. thank you morph i was gonna say jericho but there's already been uh comics and everything so i didn't want to use it mm. but yes i would agree jericho was fucking amazing i don't right know if on. you could do a game on it but i've heard good things about that one jericho and fringe i would have loved both of those but i think they're both wrapped up if you know what i mean like green, green every arrow. time you... <laughs> a great dude i'd kill i, I yeah. told you this like yeah. if you if, i would fucking love a green arrow but it'd just be batman as an other as another oh, dude but wait still. Indigo just said new Tales of game just leaked. What? Oh man, hold on. What? Book hold of on. Eli. What? Whoop, 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 whoop. Stand by. Hold on. I want to see. New Tales game leaked. I'm reading it. It is. Got a. Oh wait, no tail. <sighs> Not tails. Not Telltale. It's Tales Tale, of Arise. Tale. It's yeah, yeah. Tales. Oh, wait, oh, Tales of I'm what? not a big. What's it, what's it called? It's called Tales of Arise. A R I S E. It's going to be at the Microsoft conference. It looks pretty. You want me to post the picture in the Discord or in the oh, chat? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Oh man, it's not coming up on my news. What's going on? You want here? I'll just post you here. Yeah, it's in your yeah, Discord yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the picture. All it, that's all it says is new new tales game. That's leaks. the in-game screenshot. That's in-game. Yeah. What? Xbox Xbox footage. Do you want me to post it in Yo, the? Oh no, someone's in the chat. At me. Um, Indigo said he's tweeting it at me. Oh my god. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Not really a lot of data on it. Oh man, that looks so fucking clean. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off track there, but oh man! You know what? Uh, I'm gonna ruin your Ooh, life right now. No. You ready? No. That's post-processed to all shit. That's not an actual gameplay screen by itself. That's been photoshopped. Wait, what? Yeah, so I'm there's. Getting, it, I'm getting so. I'm, I'm getting no, it's no. You're not getting tricked. It's just a typical. Here's here's a screenshot. This is what the game is, but that's not actually gameplay. It won't look like. Yeah, um, that's beyond 4K. Yeah, I mean, I can just tell that, but like, I'm talking about the yeah. aesthetic and the very much so the graphical yeah, style so. looks very. Boy, I'm a nerd. I counted the pixels in that amount of time. <laughs> anyway, so you do this yeah, for uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, that sorry guys, Blaze says he's lost his fuck. We were getting ready to wrap up the podcast, and somebody said a new Tales of oh. game uh, was leaked, and so sorry. we went to Reddit to find a picture. And we found some pictures, and Maddie's posting them right now. Those yeah, are the pictures. Put it in the Apologies. Yeah, sorry, guys. It's just, I, I've been saying, I've definitely said it to you. Like, I'm, I'm like, when's the new Tales game coming? Because I got Berseria on sale. I'm starting I was not a summer. fan, bro. I, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, I, I haven't one played of us. it. And, yeah. and I was like, you know what? Like, it feels like it's been so long. Usually, Tales felt like every year. There was like Tales of Exilia, Tales of Exilia 2. Like, they were just banging them out. Um, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great way to wrap up the show. Um, so we thank all of you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking your time 
to uh, join us on our E3 show. We hope you enjoyed. Those of you who got here early and heard the quiz, we hope you enjoyed that part. Uh, that was easily... Yeah, I that'll be a blast. Best. That'll yeah. be a blast to see. I think, I think people will really enjoy that when they listen to the pre-recorded segment, which will go live. If you're listening live now and you missed the beginning, it will go live tomorrow. Uh, if you're a patron, you get it within like 20 minutes after I, I shut this thing down. So uh, thank you guys all so much for joining us on this excellent, excellent episode. Uh, we'll I'm going to back... close with something oh, oh, when you're okay. ready. No, dude, I was good. I was just going to say, we'll be back next week. We'll grade your quiz, and we'll, we'll pick up where... Uh, with a little post E3 discussion and we'll have fighting Cowboy as a guest, by the way, uh, for next week. Yes. Um, I just want to say to everybody, thank you very much for supporting Maddie and I, um, like I, last week alone, I had 61 copyright strikes and 44 demonetized videos. Wow. So when we, when we talk about patron in a video, which I was telling Maddie prior to this po- podcast, I pay, I pay, I posted my video to YouTube and lost like a hundred subscribers just because I was talking about this. But it has to be talked about. The demonetization mm-hmm. and stuff is crazy. So when we talk about patron or we talk about whatever, we're not full of bullshit, man. Like, neither one of us push it very often or do single videos. I don't think we do mm-hmm. single videos almost ever. Um, but it's a disaster right now. So if you, if you, it doesn't have to be us. If you want to, if you're following somebody, they've saved you some cash or found a game you didn't know that you would like and you ended up liking it, might want to throw them five bucks, man, because it's, it is getting i it is getting insane yeah it is getting insane so i just wanted to say it is uh it is a very unique time right now so if yeah. you see people talking about that stuff it's not because they are uh rolling in scrooge mcduck money cuz i am yeah. certainly not um it, it, it's, it's a bitch sh- right now they shut your shit down pretty fast uh, yeah so. yeah people are getting demonetized fully too channels mm-hmm. are like fully I see it every getting day. demonetized it's kind of crazy yeah. i see it every day yeah Anyway, so just we're not to even saying for ourselves. We're just saying for, for nope. those of you out there who support someone really hardcore and maybe they're going through a similar thing, consider flicking them a buck. Yes, if choose, exactly. If you choose to flick us a buck, we really do appreciate it. But but we just ask that you watch out for your creators you value. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh man, now people are saying the Cyberpunk Collector's Edition. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. The picture is the hor- most horrible. I'll show it to you. It's the most horrible oh, picture ever. Wow. It's Hold on. We have picture. one more. We have one more league before this you want, show. You want me to lose. post this? Let me post it. This is um, legit the ugliest picture I think I've ever seen. I'll post it in the tweet in the uh, Twitch. It oh, is. Let's see. Here we, we go. Here. And then there's yours. Okay. Look at that cover. Look at Ew. that cover. That is the most generic, nasty. It looks like an ACG made that. <laughs> it looks like I made the cover. No. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it looks like I. It looks like somebody with no skill made the cover. I made that cover for Cyberpunk. Oh That's my awesome. god, bro! It's just a yellow background with a dude holding a gun. They literally said, "What stands out on the shelf?" Oh man. Anyway, that's terrible. Hey, flick them a buck. I'm just joking. Flick us a buck. Fuck them. Uh, holy smokes, bro! What the? Yeah, fuck? that's terrible. That's that is. Some I don't think your thumbnails look bad, but that literally looks like what your thumbnail for the review will be. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. kidding. Oh, dude! You just gave me an idea. You just gave me an idea for the thumbnail <laughs> for that review, man. Oh man! All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we will catch you guys next week. Thank you so much, and peace out. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.